Everybody, I, I don't care what you have right. about politics. Um, I've been doing a lot of coverage of the Trump trials, particularly the New York fraud trial, where uh, Judge Engeron came to the summary judgment as a matter of law that uh, Trump fraudulently inflated the value of Mar-a-Lago property, which Trump evaluated this is not the video that I wanted to start dollars, with. And Judge Engeron, basing it on the county appraiser, uh, said it's actually worth 18 to 27 million dollars. So I'm gonna go do a little Viva on the street sleuthing journalizing i'm gonna go look at this property mar-a-lago mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and inspect it and we're mm -hmm. gonna come to the determination together whether or not this property is worth a piddly a mere 18 to 27 million dollars or closer to what trump says it's worth and the rest of the rational world no. okay so who else oh, see this i just want to flash forward a little bit for look at this beautiful place <laughs> okay this is not the video that i wanted to start with anyhow uh, all that I did want to say about that intro video, politics aside, the new Blink-182 album is damn, damn good. Oh my gosh, is it good. I listened to it that night. I listened to it uh, twice. I mean, I listened to it play in loop. <sighs> uh, what I was going to say here. Okay, so hold on. That was, not the, that was not supposed to be the starting video. By the way, if I'm lisping a little more than ordinary... Sitting there telling my wife, I was like, Marion, I got, I don't know why I have so many cankers right now, but I've got a few cankers in my mouth. And she's like, well, what have you been eating? It's like, I've been eating the same thing, you know, like all the stuff. Oh yeah. And the kids Halloween candy. I'm doing it for them. I'm eating their candy so they don't have to eat it. But my, yeah, no, it's just, it's amazing. One week out of, of Halloween and, uh, oh, and then it's like, you keep biting that part of your lip and your tongue and it's, it's disastrous. Okay. Everybody. Good afternoon never eat east coast good morning west coast good evening england and top of the morning to you aussie land that wasn't the video that i wanted to start with what i wanted to start with because it's a follow-up from yesterday um it's it's ridiculous i know that i brought the tweet up it was the video of uh, the police state in full force let me just let me just get it because we need to start with this i we went over this in detail in our locals exclusive vivabarnslaw.locals.com community, where um, there was a January Sixer who was on the loose, people. He's on the loose. He was a, a, a wild, crazy man. D so dangerous, the police state had to pull out every element of the police state to find this clear and present danger to modern society. I'm going to play you this video. And you're going to think it's parody. I mean, I, I was watching the video. I'm like, okay, this happened at January 6th. This is a two-year-old video. Oh, this video's a joke? No. No, this video came out. World News Tonight, ABC World News, two days ago. We're going to play this, and I'm going to periodically interject to uh, link this into the police state that Dinesh D'Souza just documented in his documentary, Police State, which I watched or which was uh, premiering at Mar-a-Lago, the intro video. See, it's all a beautiful circle of life. Listen to this. Now to the urgent manhunt, 40 urgent. miles outside New York Ur City at I'm this sorry. hour in I'm Middlesex County, New Jersey. Urgent manhunt. It's, look at this guy's face. This guy's like, I can't even uh, stand the waft of my own bullshit. After a suspect wanted in the January 6th attack. A suspect wanted in the January 6th attack. Now he is accused of, what do they call it? Um, assault of a uh, federal officer, AFO. So he's accused of assault. It's a serious crime. 
urgent manhunt for a January 6th suspect. January 6th, 2021, we are heading into 2024. This is not a murderer. This is not a terrorist. This is a January 6th insurrectionist at best, and he's not even that. Evaded authorities. This was the scene in central New Jersey today, a massive police presence. Massive police presence. FBI and FBI SWAT team in ABC stuff. I said, I said they were looking for a reason to execute this guy. Luckily, the spoiler alert uh, and the, um, I guess, the good, the happy ending, he turned himself in, surrendered without incidents. Anthony Ramos on the scene for us tonight. Listen to this. An all-out manhunt tonight in this small central New Jersey town. Just An all-out manhunt for an alleged assault on a federal officer two and a half years ago. 40 miles southwest of New York City. After this man, wanted in connection to the attack at the Capitol attack on January at the 6th, Capitol. evaded arrest. Evaded Gregory arrest. Gregory Yetman, fleeing on foot. In fleeing on foot. To the wooded area near his home. Helicopters. Searching from the sky SWAT. And on rifles. The Look at this. According to USA Today, Yetman is suspect number 278 AFO, wanted for assault of a federal officer, pictured at the Capitol in these photos on the FBI's website. In an interview early this year in an interview earlier this year i don't know if that interview is uh, with police with investigators or on a podcast i'm curious they interviewed him earlier this year and then didn't detain him then and it becomes an urgent manhunt where they flex the almighty force of the police state but wait there's an actual hilarious punchline in this yetman indicated he was at the capitol mm -hmm. that day but said he did nothing wrong the FBI leading the multi-agency door door. manhunt in the town of Helmeta. Officers in tactical gear, tactical gear. in vehicles, teams moving through backyards. Can you believe armed this? With long guns and canines. Armed with long guns and canines. The border? Forget it. Door to door, long rifles, canines, SWAT, tactical. This is a this is a flipping joke. There were officers running through everybody's yards. This is the funniest part of it. I, I, I didn't pick up on it. Apparently, Julie Kelly picked up on it before our locals community did. But someone in our locals community says, was that neighbor's named Stasi? <laughs> the, the neighbor's name is Stasi. Um, asking questions. Even though the sun has gone down, we can. OK, uh, th that's all we need to see of that absolute load of crap. The neighbor's name is actually Stasi. Some people were joking. Maybe she was trolling the Internet. I double checked uh, in as much as, you know, you can Google and find. Seems her last name is Stasi. I imagine she's Italian, but that's quite ironic when we're witnessing the full force of the police state and we're interviewing the neighbor and her last name is Stasi. That is like, you know, the propaganda arm of, of fa fascistic, tyrannical regimes. Um, but no, that, that was her real name. So don't anyone think that that was she was trolling the media. I, I you know. I, I, I didn't quite pull a, a, a Garrett Ziegler level due diligence verification. But that was her real name. And um, let me just share the window here. What's my problem? I'm just going to... Garrett, I see in the back. I'm going to bring you in in two seconds just to share the, the, uh, the good news. They didn't kill him because he turned himself in. Surrenders without incident after widespread manhunt, FBI says. Yetman was wanted for taking part in the January 6th riot at the Capitol. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna fuck this guy's life up, that's for sure. Okay, um, standard disclaimers. We're going to end on YouTube in, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Go over to Rumble. The link to Rumble is in the pinned comment in the chat. For those of you who don't know me, Montreal litigator turned Floridian rumbler. Uh, we start on YouTube, Rumble, and vivabarnslaw.locals.com. We end on YouTube because it's a communist hellhole. Um, and we go over to Rumble exclusively. 
uh, where we party for the rest of the stream. And then after I end on Rumble, I have a bit of an after party at our Viva Barnes Law locals.com community where we chat i take tips uh we answer questions and it's a wonderful thing so that's where we go after that uh, i'm gonna bring garrett in in two seconds now for those of you who don't know who garrett ziegler is before i do that no medical advice no election fortification advice youtube takes 30 percent of super chats uh so if you want to support the channel thank you and any way you do it is wonderful even if it's only sharing rumble takes 20 percent of their equivalent rumble rents for the rest of the year they take zero percent so all that's beautiful. Oh, I see my face in the back here. Uh, the best way to support, go to vivabarnslaw.locals.com and join $7 a month, $70 a year discounted rate, or people willingly choose to support with more. There's tons of content for everybody, non-paying, non-supporting members, and there's tons of exclusive stuff for the supporters to show our thanks. So that's that. That's the intro. All right. Garrett, the man of the hour. He's shuffling papers. I see he's got, he's, oh my gosh. If you don't know who Garrett Ziegler, Marco Polo is, you do. And if you don't, it's because you don't watch the channel. I've got a box of his, <laughs> a box of his Hunter Biden memos, uh, reports under my desk that I'm, you know, periodically giving to lucky people. Garrett, you ready? Yeah. Boo, yeah, he's been on once before. Let's make sure. Mic check one, two. Check, check. Oh yeah, that's a beautiful mic. Garrett, how goes the battle, sir? Thank you for having me on. I, uh, you know, it's I'm south of Chicago, and so you're gonna notice that I still have bags under my eyes, but I can assure you, I'm awake. Oh, it's south these, of Chicago. Yeah, so I'm in Central Time, so it's still in the morning for me. I hope you don't mind that I'm gonna have, <laughs> I'm gonna have coffee. It's like my Go one addiction. It. I drink it throughout the day. I, I see. I, it's a weird thing now. I think I've gotten to a point in my life where I, I no longer drink coffee after the morning unless it's an iced coffee, and I've moved into energy drinks, but. No, I'm that's told, good. My wife does iced coffee. I start getting headaches if I don't have caffeine, like huge migraines. How do you how how do you sleep? What's your sleep pattern like? Terrible right now. It's a point of contention between me and my <laughs> lovely wife. I usually sleep from three to nine right now, but I need to get it back to what I was at the White House, which is about ten to five, where I'm operating. I'm operating better if it's at ten to five. Uh, you mean three to nine, like three in the morning to nine yeah. in the morning? That's yeah. entirely not a good sleep pattern. No, terrible. Watch the Joe Rogan episode on sleep, or was it Anthony Huberman? One of the two, Huberman. It might have been Huberman on Rogan. I don't know. Garrett, okay, for, for those who don't know who you are, just give the 30,000-foot overview. We're not going to do the childhood thing like we did the first time around. Yes. Uh, but for those who may not know who you are, the work that you're doing, who are you? Well, there's a commenter that's, that's uh, amusing right now. So Marco Polo is the name of our nonprofit. It's a C3. It's about a dozen guys, and I'm the founder of it and the face of it. And I've, I've sent David a box of reports because he, he's, he's, he quite frankly sees more people than I do. I'm in rural Illinois and you're right down there by Mar-a-Lago and everything. And so I thought you meet more people than I do. And I think you'd meet people that would like the report. And so that's what I've done. I've sent boxes to people who I know are fair-minded who will read this thing. And so I am just the founder of this research group. Our research group is trying to reinvent um, what the right conceives of as opposition research. Our uh, inspiration was actually, was actually Fusion GPS, but unlike Fusion GPS, we actually want to put out true stuff. But I realized that the right had no answer to Fusion GPS, which was like this quasi thing that nobody really understood that worked with the law firm. So we've actually worked with a couple of law firms, and that's what, you know, we find that a lot of lawyers are, uh, how do we say this tactfully, technologically deficient. 
and they don't know their ass from their elbow when it comes to digital investigations. And so we've worked with a couple of law firms uh, researching the opposing expert witnesses, expert ca- or the counsel, the opposing defendants. Or, well, in the criminal case in Fulton County, some defendants. And then if it's uh, we worked with one firm with regard to a civil case. And so we really do the due diligence for not only law firms, but other groups. Um, and, you know, when we were talking beforehand, we have we've had three mini stories this week, just mm-hmm. very small things. Right. We had the feral leftist in Arlington. We had the softcore porno with the sheriff in Fulton County. And then we had the judge with the bonus torso photo. These things came up throughout the day. We did not plan on this. We just knew that, hey, we can scrape. First of all, be, and I, I know this is a long intro, but I'm going, I'm talking to the guy in the comments who, who uh, says you must have a time machine because that's not Marco Polo. You're right. I'm German, by the way. I'm not Italian, so I'm not Marco Polo. But that's just the name of the group. The judge thing. Starting out with that one, we knew that they were going to take it down, not immediately, but pretty close after we discovered it, right? So before we go public with any of this stuff, there's like 12 hours of dialogue between me and my guys. Like one of the dudes was examining the vein in his arm. It's like, are we sure that it's him, right? And so we went back through all 160 newsletters and looked at syntax and say sure as shit that is him he's writing these weird i don't even talk to people from my high school really right but he's like writing these screeds to his high school and he's signing them with bonus torso photos <laughs> we're, we're, get, we're getting ahead of ourselves because okay. we're, okay. we're going to go through those three stories so um the the mark so you you do opposition research as a as a business the marco polo 501c3 thing totally separate from what you actually do on a day-to-day basis no 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 Marco Polo is the opposition research firm. The reason why we have it as a nonprofit is because, number one, we don't want to work with candidates themselves. We think that this is how Fusion GPS started putting out BS. When you work with, when you work for candidates, you sort of lose your objectivity filter of whether or not this is actually, you know, bad or candidates will tell you, hey, really dig on this and you're digging and, you know, we consider ourselves sort of digital archaeologists a bit. And so if you're working with a candidate, you'll be, you know, uh, brushing off a fossil and you'll say, you know, there's really nothing there, dude. Like we got to move on. Uh, And then the candidate will be, you know, trying to browbeat you into uh, into still digging on that. So it's a C3. We for the first two years focused almost exclusively, but not exclusively, almost exclusively on the Bidens. And we put this out last October. And one other topic that we've really delved into is the Larry Ray sex cult. And I know you probably know of this guy named Matthew Russell Lee for Inner City Press. Absolutely. Yes, I know of him. I He's love been on that the channel. guy. I love that guy. And he he covered this, this trial in the spring of 22, whereby this dude, Larry Ray, he got convicted or tried and convicted. He basically moved into his daughter's dorm at the Sarah Lawrence college up in, uh, up in New York city, uh, you know, Westchester County. And he pimped out one of her friends eventually and made like $2 million off this girl. And the SDNY prosecutors, David accidentally leaked the John list to the public docket. And it was up there for an hour. So Holy all of our guys shit. are there on pacer 
like but so how do you how do you get the notification when something goes up on pacer accidentally like do you just get automatic live updates of of uh, entries well this is a very good question because uh, i can nerd out here so there are multiple services court listeners one and that's what everybody uses even hags like margaret wheeler use court listener you're not horrible human being empty wheel she's i can't even look at her she uses court listener and court listener fails sometimes and it has a delay of a couple of days or even a couple of weeks there's also pacer pro which we mm -hmm. subscribe to which we find to be much more piercing and uh, uh prompt so every time something goes on pacer and this thing was only up there for an hour so we were like oh we were we were like just feverishly downloading this thing because an hour later matthew russell lee gets an email said please delete this this document it was sent out in mistake it's like i don't have to follow your rules so we put it up on our website and now the names of 121 johns who 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 and you know this is coming up again the pentagon sex trafficking ring was announced in the district of massachusetts a couple days ago and these these brothels were set up right outside the Pentagon in Tyson's Corner and right outside of Harvard in Cambridge. And we're going to be watching that case. I hope to God a couple of the Johns get outed. Uh, so I don't know much about this. I mean, I know Ma Matthew Russell Lee. I mean, he's, he's been on the channel. He was covering uh, the Epstein, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial at the time. Does amazing, amazing work. It's yes. inner city press. What's this? Who was pimping out their daughter's friends? I mean, give me yeah, the. So this is a bonus topic for the I day. I just realized that I want to go on this show a lot more because I, I, I forget <laughs> that you're that you litigated for decades and all this. So this is very exciting to me. Number one, the prosecution is going down in Massachusetts. Uh, there are these three. I don't know if they're Chinese born, but they're definitely Chinese ethnics that. Uh, ran a brothel. They're sex traffickers. They moved women across state lines and they had a couple of high-end apartments where they would where they would have these women liaison with clients. If I if I may pause you there, are they are they they're Chinese nationals or Chinese are the are the uh the women that they pimp both. So the, the, the pimps and were Chinese and the women and there are multiple layers to this. Some people are speculating without evidence, although it's a hell of a good speculation that these uh, people were deliberately, first of all, the rates were very high, like 600 an hour. I mean, that's not hunter level, but 600 hours are pretty, pretty high end. <laughs> you know, uh, st still cheaper than a lawyer. At least you're getting screwed in a good way this time. Sorry, that joke writes itself. Yeah, it um, does. 600, so, oh, $600 an hour to have sex with a woman who has sex for a living. Yes. And, and I'm looking at my clock just because i think it was wednesday when they announced this so district of massachusetts uh, announces that they were prosecuting three even uh, three individuals one of them was in state the other had to be get by, the other was was by the marshals in the central district of california and they were basically had these women in sex slavery where they would pay for the women's lodging and let them stay at the rendezvous site at the brothel basically if they, you know, sold themselves. So they basically had these these poor, uh, objectively attractive Asian women in sexual slavery. And I love that the feds, uh, this is one of the few things that they've done right probably in 2023. I love that the feds are going after the people running the show, not going after the women. We make that very clear in our Biden laptop dossier. You go after Hunter, but even more importantly, in the sex trafficking ring, go after the people making the money. Because that's the only way it'll it'll kill the actual ring. So that is uh, we'll see. You know, in the Larry Ray sex cult trial, 
two Johns got immunity, Randy Levinson and Stuart Pilch. And we put up dossiers on our website about them, sent this to their wives, everything. Hilariously, absolutely hilariously. One of these one of these dudes was still on a military prep, a prep military uh school in Houston was on the board. We sent it to the entire faculty in uh, PTA. This dude's on your trustee board, and he's like, <laughs> he got immunity to sex trafficking ring in, in the SDNY. He's still on the board, Stuart Pilch. He's an accountant, counts the CIA as a client, literally. Uh, so I hope that they gave immunity to, well, I don't hope they don't give immunity. I hope a couple of the Johns get outed if they have to give them immunity to, to, to testify at the trial. Uh, we're going to be making flyers about them as well. So that's what we do. We are made up of a couple of private investigators, a forensic accountant, and sleuths, and um, you know, and people. I, yeah, a, I, I imagine a community that sends you stuff that you might you might might still not notice, even despite all your totally. Your and we're constantly looking. You know, like what what I do all day is scour OSINT GitHub pages for different plugins and different tools, like. You know, right now there's this tool called Clearview AI that the enemies are using to hunt down these people. It's very relevant. That video you showed at the beginning, there's no way they ID that guy without Clearview. Um, and so how do we combat like we need wow. Marco Polo is trying to get access to Clearview somehow. Because then we'll know what the enemy knows. Because the the standard cots off the you know, commercial off the shelf. Facial recognition tools are good enough to um, to track this sort of douchebag Brendan Martin who was screaming at that poll worker. Right, that was an easy one. We got that. We got that guy uh, because he had he stupidly had a LinkedIn photo. But uh, but <laughs> it, the we're, gonna view, a, we're gonna get to that one also. Clearview AI detail. is the uh, is the one that the police use, and that's tens of thousands of dollars a year. Uh, real quick, this comment is tar and feathering still legal. No, but it's freaking awesome. I, I suggested I, that on Abby Lowell. I love the fact that you follow the chat also. And starting next week, when we when I work out the logistics, I'm going to be using the Rumble Studio, and I'll be able to pull up all the comments from Rumble, from YouTube, when we're live on YouTube, from locals. So here we go. He, no, oh no, that's not the right one. Anyway, tar, here it is. Here it is. Uh, but okay, Jared. Actually, just before we get before we move on to the the others or move on anywhere. Yes. So they accidentally posted what the names of the Johns, that being the clients. Yes. So it, it, yeah. under what context? Like, what's the what is the filing that has the names of the of the users? So this is very good. So I was beavering away on my Telegram channel posting about this, like in March of 2022. So the 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 setting is this: the SDNY prosecutors, there were three on the team, posted were trying to post this on the sealed docket. So this was going to be a sealed exhibit in the upcoming trial, which was just days away. And they, in the exhibit was an email that the pimped out woman named Claudia Drury sent to her madam named Isabella Pollock. Isabella Pollock is now serving four years in the pen at Club Fed down in Florida, not far from you. And the email was a list of regulars and a few others, and Claudia Drury had like 100 regulars. Two married couples are on this list. The wife, and the wife who is the head of culture at Gap, that clothing store. Uh, so you basically have two married couples using a female prostitute to have threesomes with, and Larry Ray was profiting from it. It's an absolute carnival. It's disgusting. So 
this they they realized the power so by the way all these news organizations the daily mail new york post abc they all get the list but they're so litigation averse and you know what marco polo would call p-u-s-s-i-e IES that they don't post the names they just post the exhibits so and, so and obviously the the concern is going to be I don't know what what legal basis there could be to uh, go after but any individual who's on that what was supposed to be a sealed document his name is outed her name is outed yes uh, there are two women uh, they'll sue for whatever they'll sue for whatever the reason intentional infliction of emotional distress violation of a court order whatever um, but we we're totally in the clear because we're a publisher and we have this long history of publishing. And th- what's important is that this was never meant to be made public, which helps the authenticity of it. For example, this was a madam basically uh, mad at the the uh, the prostitute saying, "Hey, give me a list of your people. I want to." It was basically the manager asking for inventory. So this was never meant to be made public, and so. What we did for your listeners is we reached out to everybody who we were going to do a profile on. And, of course, all of them told us to F off, and they never denied it, okay, because it's, it was all real. We've had so many people – we've made so many people delete their Twitter profiles. We were tagging people on Twitter back in the summer of 2022 with the list. I mean it's not a concern that I have, but I can understand what a terror it is. Oh yeah, hey, uh, I'm Marco Polo. I'm Garrett Ziegler from Marco Polo. Uh, your name came up as a as a client to yep. a prostitute on a list. Do you, can you give us a comment? Holy crap! I mean, I can't imagine living with that skeleton in my closet. The fear that they must have on a daily basis. But to get the call, I mean, yeah, and, you know, our motive is very simple. This is not your dad's solicitation. We'll put it that way. This was a woman. <laughs> held in bondage who was her pimp got convicted unanimously in just an hour, just hours of deliberation over a week's long trial that she was held against her will. We're not in the business of picking on every single dude who flanders. This was a sex trafficking operation, not just my words, but you know, liberal SDNY. And I guess, you know, to, if anyone's into it, it's different than a, a brothel in Vegas. It's different I don't, than consensual prostitution. So this is actual holding women captive against their will for the purposes of sex slavery. Uh, so the, the comment here is, well, my next question is, are these political, are any of these political types, are they using, are, are, is anybody using this as blackmail material a la the Epstein list? We don't know, and that's the reason for our group. Our group's uh, the mission statement. Everybody has to have a mission statement, or at least in the 21st century, they tell you to. It's to expose blackmail. So there's actually a paragraph in this report that Hunter will never admit is true, but we think it is, which is when you expose blackmail in the moment, it's sort of like pulling out a splinter, you know? Like my two year old had a splinter once, right? And so I, but so in the moment, pulling out the splinter really hurts. But then like two minutes later, you're like, wow, I actually have some relief from this terrible splinter. When you reveal blackmail, it definitely brings stuff out in the immediate. But then those people can no longer be controlled by that material. It's a very interesting, nuanced idea, and I believe in it full, uh, wholeheartedly. What most people do, like you were saying, David, is the uh, the coward's way out, which is they don't address it. They hide behind it. Everybody is fallible. 
not one of these people. Thank you, John. He said, good analogy. Thank you very much. It's maybe that's, you know, I, I got some, a little bit of wisdom from having a two-year-old. You, the, so, the, the only problem is it's now it's, it's triggered my uh, rabbit hole of uh, um, splinter removal videos on YouTube. If you haven't oh, gone yeah, down there's that. There's a weird subculture about that. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's amazing. But the Under only problem like is the microscopes too. They, well, they do the hair, ingrown hair removals. They do. There's only so many good splinter removal videos on YouTube, and there's that's one hilarious. that's just a four-inch splinter. It's so it, whatever. Okay, so I, the analogy is good, however, because it's true. Once you're outed, uh, it can no longer be held against you. Then there's only a few alternatives left as to how they can deal with you. Yeah, and these men and women on that list, and I'm so glad we're going into this because I've never had somebody interested in it who has any sort of huge profile. They don't want to touch it because it's so close to the bone. The reason why we've only had we've had about a half a dozen congressmen and then Ron Johnson, the sitting senator. They all use our report, but we've only had about a half dozen congressmen and Ron Johnson talk about it, talk about us explicitly publicly, because I think they're just a little bit uneasy. This is very close to the bone. Uh, remember, Hunter, he was crying literally in a deposition that I was present at about this i trigger him joe would get triggered if you brought this up because it brings up people who you know we we compare a lot of dc machinations to wwe fake wrestling if the republicans really really want to get serious about this impeachment inquiry they need to get mel monzak the president's power of attorney and other people like Ted Kaufman, who are in the president's life daily, who are back there in Delaware. All those people are covered extensively in this report. So the reason why I bring that up is, you know, we are a little bit we're a guerrilla group uh, in the sense that nothing's off limits. If it's true, we're not going to break laws. We're not going to put genitalia. We're not a porn site. There's no genitalia on our site. But we're going to expose the truth no matter how ugly it is. And that sort of alarms a couple, some people um, because they don't want to go too close to the bone. Um, and I think that that's – I can't live like that. Uh, I'm trying to pull up um, one, one, one good segue before we head over to, um, to Rumble exclusively. Because you said the word, dismiss. Does everybody know who John Lish was? Women are stupid. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, I'm not playing the whole thing. Forget it. Women are stupid. No, no, he says uh, genitalia. Yeah, that's the point. I was going to say you don't. Yeah, no, we. There's no sorry, genitalia on our site. Um, and again, uh, I don't know if any of your listeners know this, but we we partially won the lawsuit from the Sugar Brother, the guy who's funding the son of the U.S. President Kevin Morris, sued us in May for ridiculous stuff. And we filed an anti-slap motion. One of those got granted, meaning he owes us legal fees. There's no private right of action for doxing. He accused us of doxing. So ridiculous. All it was was a freaking real estate listing. It wasn't even like there was no we didn't meet any section of the statute, David. We didn't have malicious intent. There was no imminent fear of the guy's life. None of the elements of the statute were met. But he's mad at us. So he has a lot of money to spare, and he, and he paid this portly man to file a ridiculous lawsuit, a bar complaint about which is forthcoming against this dude. But not only that, um, Hunter sued us in federal court in September, and that's where that's where I'm, I'm, I'm leading with this. Hunter is saying that we uh, violated the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, mm -hmm. and uh, one of those 
one of the statements in the lawsuit is that we invaded his privacy, that he had a reasonable protection of a reasonable expectation of privacy. That's ridiculous, David. Hunter Hunter uploaded almost I think almost dozen almost a dozen videos of himself to Pornhub. He shattered any expectation of privacy. His stated goal was being an amateur porn star. So <laughs> there's no expectation of privacy if the president's son, he had over six different pornography accounts, um, and we logged all of them using Archive PH. Uh, he really likes Star Wars. One of his Pornhub accounts was like Droid Hunter. His main his main Gmail account for creating the pornography accounts was droidhunter88 at gmail.com, which is the year he graduated high school. I so the president said has no expectation of privacy. I didn't upload the stuff to Pornhub. That was that was Hunter. They're basically saying that we're not legitimate publishers, which is ridiculous. We just publish things they don't like. So <laughs> which again 20 years ago was what you were supposed to do. I was like, I'm doing what like muckrakers a hundred years ago did. Okay. And they tried to imprison those guys a hundred years ago. They're trying to imprison me. It's it, now that you mention it, because the arguments were to people who were publishing it, watch out for revenge porn accusations, watch out for public disclosure of a private fact. And what you're saying sort of puts a, a nail in that concept is that uh, it's not revenge porn when he posted it. It's not public disclosure of a private fact when he posted it. Yes. Um, okay. Thank now, you for going into that. You know that. Language. No, no, I know. I, I know Revelation that. of a private fact. It's a. We we talked about this internally with our lawyer for weeks and weeks. We were going back and forth. He's the one doing it. All we're doing. We didn't post the videos, right? All we're doing, just like with the sheriff, the gay sheriff down in, I think he's bisexual, even with the bisexual sheriff in Florida or in, in Atlanta, we're not going out and looking at this stuff. This thing is still on the internet. Garrett, can you hear me? Yes, sir. And I'm still moving? Yes. Can you hear an annoying dog in the background? No, my... no, no, no. I'm just, my, my computer, now I've, now I've frozen on Jean Lejoie, show me your genitals, because I just wanted to make the joke. And I, if I have to reboot my flipping computer, the spinning wheel of death is spinning. So anyone who <laughs> doesn't want to... I can still hear you, though, man. And, and I'm still moving. I'm not, I'm not, like, frozen in a in an awkward position. You are frozen, but I can hear you. Oh, son and of my, a gun. My golden retriever puppy is barking in the background, so I'm sorry. He, my okay, well, little I, kid just came home, so... I'm going to give this 30 more seconds, but I might okay. have to quit and then bring everyone back in. Oh, gosh, if I have to do this. Okay, let me just see if I can't even... <sighs> I, everybody, if this, this is good, we're, it's not going to kill the stream. I'm just going to have to Rick reboot roll. or, oh gosh. Okay. Everyone listening to my voice right now, bear with me. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, how, how do I force quit on Mac control F escape? I would go to the top left Apple and then to the top Apple at the top of the screen and then uh, force quit. If I'm still on, I would just urge everyone, you can get a copy of this at bidenlaptopreport.com. You want to give to our legal defense fund? It's fightbiden.org. Um, two different lawsuits we're facing. So ridiculous, just for publishing the truth. <laughs> Good plug. Hey, I appreciate it. Right? Um, we have a couple thousand of these left. We've sold twelve thousand oh. copies. Well, look at this. Okay, Garrett, you can see me now, right? Yes. Okay. So while this reboots. It's a very colorful room. Say it again? There's like a cool hue. It's almost oh, like Marco Polo purple. 
Well, it is. Um, I got. I, now you're going to see the backdrop here. We got um, the American flag. Oh, I, have, you have a flag I, I said too. I was going to put it outside, but then I realized it's you know not the best weather for for the flag to go outside. Okay, hold on one second. I'm going to do this. This. Oh, is this a pain in the neck? Well, when we come back, when we come back, uh, yeah, there's a problem. Your computer shut down. No crap, computer. Oh my goodness. Now I've got to re. All right. Well, Garrett, while we're still good, um, Viva yes. Tangent Cam, Purple Hue, and we're still good on Rumble, right? So, like, while this all takes a little bit of time to get back, just make sure that we're still logged in. Uh, so, Garrett, okay, look, we're, we're not going to waste this time because we're still, we can still hear each other. What were we talking about? Um, the list. We were oh, the talking public disclosure about of private fact. Yes. So you uh, you haven't what so you got sued and then it got dismissed and uh, they had to pay legal fees or at least a portion. Uh, yes, a part of it has to be a, they have to pay a portion of our legal fees. Those causes of action that weren't dismissed, and this is the preliminary stage. There's been no discovery. We filed an anti-slap motion, and we're appealing the causes of actions that weren't dismissed. But on the one that was, he owes us legal fees because he sued us in California, and California has a strong anti-slap statute. Now, the federal case, yeah. Go what, ahead. what do those legal fees come to, give or take? I mean, is it, is it a substantial sum? It's a substantial amount. The only goal with this, they know that their legal claims are ridiculous. That's why we're filing bar complaints. The, their whole goal is to bankrupt me personally. They realize that I can't really be bought off. Like, I'm not a consulting type, right? So I can't just, like, usually, that's usually what they do with, like, sort of weak-willed people is if they are causing trouble, and that's what our group is doing to the Bidens, we're making them mad. They've hired Denver Riggleman, the failed congressman, to uh, to start a propaganda campaign against me personally. Midas Touch has been doing videos about me. And so what they'll try to do is just buy off, like find a donor to give a million and then have that donor basically say, hey, wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, you should try something else. You should go on other topics. You should do other things rather than go into the Bidens. They realize that hasn't really worked with our group. And so now they're just filing frivolous lawsuits. And because we want to win, we have to hire good, expensive attorneys. And that's their whole goal. It's a war of attrition. This is like 1850 Comanche, Texas Ranger war stuff in the plains. Who can what kill the, more people? For, for those who don't know uh, Midas Touch, I mean, I, I know of them on the Internet. Uh, tell people who they are. Well, this is a this is also an extremely good question because they have a connection to the Biden laptop. Midas Touch is a group of here we go rabid, we're back, loud right? leftist lawyers and commentators. Overall, terrible, lying human being, pawn scum. One of their lawyers is named Ben Mycellus. I'm probably botching the surname, but he represents a guy who's featured on. In the Biden laptop on May 24th, 2018, he's going to be in the sex-related crime section. He's a former Secret Service agent, former special agent in charge, in fact, of the Los Angeles field office. This guy is named Robert Savage, and Ben Mycellus represented him and sent a bunch of letters to the New York Post demanding retraction and threatening lawsuits because, according to the Biden laptop, Robert Savage came to the aid of Hunter at the at the uh, the Jeremy Hotel and said, we talked about this on the first time I was on your show. Come on, H, this is linked to Celtic's account. So what happened is, is that Hunter accidentally sent twenty five thousand dollars from a from an account linked to Joe Biden to a Russian pimp named Golnora. And <laughs> Robert Savage, who's represented by the Midas Touch douchebag. 
came in and he was off. He was he was out of the Secret Service by then. So he's tried to he's tried to sue he's tried to threaten to sue these people by saying I wasn't a Secret Service agent. I was retired. Well, he retired on April first. All right, and the incident went down six weeks later. But he swooped in. He was running cleanup. He he is a PI and head of a private security firm in Beverly Hills. He gets a call that said, "Hey." The infamous first son is holed up at a hotel room in Beverly Hills at the Jeremy. He's on crack. He just used Joe's account that's monitored by the Secret Service and DHS. That's why he said he's getting calls from D.C. every 10. So that's wow. the Midas touch. And Denver Riggleman had a 10-minute long uh, ad hominem attack laden video about my group. Saying just awful things about my appearance. He doesn't like. He doesn't like the way I look, the way I sound. But guess what, David? There's not one correction. We've offered a thousand dollars for one person to find an error in this. A thousand dollars. I made the joke the first time, excluding typos. Yes, excluding typos. <laughs> it has to be a material error. So we're, you know, for a year, all we did was uh, argue and. Uh, lovingly discuss with our attorneys the elements of certain federal crimes. Like, there's nothing in here that's accusing Hunter of a crime he didn't do. There's many times where we know that Hunter committed a crime, but we don't have the documentary evidence for it. Maybe mm -hmm. he, he paid him in cash as opposed to Venmo. So what we do is just list out the Venmo transactions. This is a Russian pimp. Hunter Venmoed the Russian pimp this amount of money after he solicited the prostitute. It's all there. All right, now we're doing it. Come on over to Rumble, and I'm not pulling up the John Lejoie for the for the what that joke was going to be worth. It caused a headache. We're going to end this on YouTube now. We're going to get into the actual three big stories. It's going to be tracking down that guy who berated the Republican poll greeter uh, and poll P O L L, not P O L E, <laughs> given the subject matter. The gay porn guy, that's what the one that I'm not totally up to speed on. And then Judge Anger on and whether or not there's a connection between any of this. Ending on YouTube right now. Come on over to Rumble. VivaBarnesLaw.locals.com is one option. Here's Rumble. I got the Viva Barnes in the backdrop again here. I'm going to share that link so you can come watch it wherever you want. And uh, YouTube, enjoy the weekend. We'll see you Sunday night. Everyone else will stay here. We're ending on YouTube in three, two, no. That's bringing it up, not ending it. Ending on YouTube in three, two, one, now. All right, Garrett. The, the fact that Hunter wired money to a Russian pimp, and this is confirmed fact, and everyone out there, these, these liars, these pathological partisan hacks are saying, forgive him, he's just a drug addict. And it's, oh, okay, fine. If anybody doesn't think that that's compromising to the point of blackmailing the president because his son used his account to pay a pimp for a hooker, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot, and you are part of the problem, period. I agree, and if somebody doesn't want to believe our report, which features emails, text messages, Venmo transactions, go look at, a, at an exhibit put together by an IRS agent of an interview of Gulnora. That was in the trove of documents released by the Ways and Means Committee a couple months ago. They released 112 PDF documents, and one of them was a recap of an interview that the IRS did with Golnora. So this isn't hypothetical. I'm not, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not speculating here. There is a woman named Golnora in LA who ran a company called Emerald Fantasy Girls Incorporated. She was a pimp. Hunter solicited one of her prostitutes. And she was interviewed by the feds about it, hilariously. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was reported in the New York Post. The only because it's like people are gonna, I guess, believe it when it comes from a a, a brand that they recognize. I mean, just speaking of also people potentially ripping off your hard work, uh, <laughs> uh, Garrett. What's up? There's a, there's a few people ripping it off, but I don't know where the. Let's see here. This is uh, Joe Biden inadvertently. If I can. Oh, this was there, before our report was released. I must admit. Okay. Okay. So, it inadvertently helped Hunter pay Russian-linked escorts. Report. And then it says here, Joe Biden inadvertently financed inadvertently. Thanks. Uh, that that presupposes an intent that you may or may not know. Financed his son Hunter's dalliances, uh, dalliances, whatever the hell that is, uh, with a Russian-linked yeah. escort ring, according to a report Monday. President what Biden they, yeah. wired his 52-year-old son $100,000 to help him pay bills from December. Yada yada yada. Citing records. Okay. Hunter. By the way, what they don't know is that we fed that stuff to the Washington <laughs> and they say, didn't say, want to name us. Say, say that again. You, you glitched out for a second. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Marco Polo was the one who fed the Washington Examiner with the background research to do that report that the New York Post had incited. Hilariously. Um, Washington Examiner is reasonably reliable? Yeah, I think that, that they're reasonably reliable on the non-op-ed section. The problem is they're a little bit establishment or a lot establishment, and they refuse to – they don't want to name us at all. They look at us as, again, this sort of guerrilla group that they don't really trust us. I don't know. It's um, mm -hmm. they're they're owned by a name named Philip Anschutz. I think he lives in Arizona. He's a he's an oligarch, and I think they're reliable. But uh, again, I think this this piece they did that relied on our research but didn't name us is actually one of the best things they've ever done. They really got into the the mechanics of the pimp payments, and I was shocked. Andrew Kerr was the writer on that story. I talked to him about this. And they really went where the Washington Examiner doesn't really feel comfortable going. The Washington mm -hmm. Examiner was what I call like the bow tie publication of DC. They like to they like to put on bow ties and pretend like they're sort of above it. But um they went there with the Bidens. Because you have to. I mean this is a group of feral dogs. Like they're I mean this this picture on 304 in my report, this is this is Hunter with a prostitute smoking crack and a, and a poster of Elsa behind him. And he was 52 at the time. Remember that? What's that movie? Frozen? Yep. Yep. If it's Elsa. Yeah. I, I was going to unwrap everybody one Everybody can books. read this for free on BidenCrimes.info. So it's online. It's There's an e-reader version. So you don't have to just, you know, you can follow along. While so, I'm, while someone, I'm someone is getting an opened one. I'm just going to, what, what page is it on, uh, Garrett? 304. 304 Let's it's it's here. broken up into three big sections business related crimes sex related crimes and drug related crimes okay let's, let's get um, this and anybody can go look it up on the e-reader and follow the hyperlinks there's 2,000 footnotes on it um, not one material error has been found and believe me they've paid Margaret Wheeler as known empty wheel to go through it with a fine-tooth comb and to try to pick any holes in it and it's just Primary oh, I, source document. I see why we're not. Um, I see why we're not showing these pictures. <laughs> that's the yeah. That's the president's son. By the way, that that prostitute okay. Kellyanne Corey at the time, David, she had an active warrant for her arrest in the state of Pennsylvania for what? Uh, stealing from a Walmart. We put the picture of the Walmart on page three hundred four. Hilariously, we looked at the police report in Pennsylvania. I, I'm not. I'm not. She's. <laughs> I mean, people were fully out about Engeron's nips. I'm not showing that picture. Even the uh, what you used to censor. Looks oddly like, uh, uh, who's the woman that painted flowers? Margaret. Oh, who's the one who's famous for painting flowers that look like vaginas? 
Oh, someone in the chat's going to get it. Whatever. The, what you used to censor it looked a, a, enough like what it was censoring that I, I was confused for a second. Okay, so now we're going to get into the topics of the day, Garrett. Do we start? We'll start with, let's start. Well, we're going to have to go backwards. Okay, let's start yes. with the, um, the, the, the gay porn guy. This is the one that's, I'm going to have questions because I'm not up to speed on the story. Who is it? What did they do? Was it known? Like, tell everybody what's going on here. So if you want to put this our screen up very quickly, um, it's just our Substack, Marco Polo 501c3. Okay, hold on a second. Uh, Substack, this one's, there's no paywall on this. It's, uh, it's a gentleman by the name of Patrick Labatt. Substack, Marco Polo, no, hold on a second. Yeah, Marco Polo 501c3.substack.com. And the guy who demanded that DJT and all of the other defendants have their mug shots taken. He too has a penchant for the visual. We did not discover this video, but what we found were screenshots of it on Twitter back from September of him starring in a softcore porno where he's told to, quote, get his fine ass under a fellow actor. So the sheriff in Fulton County who arrested DJT made him pose for the mugshot. He was the bottom, literally, in a softcore gay porno. If you could share the link with me in the private chat, it'll make it easier for me. So was this was... He's using his real face, so this is not like it's not private information. Oh, his but, name is on the credits. Okay, That's so what's so hilarious. Some people are going to say, "Okay, so what's the big deal? He's starring in softcore gay porn. There's nothing wrong. I mean, to each their own. He's now involved in a prosecution that shouldn't taint any judgment or whatever. It's not like this is blackmail material, or is it? Well, that's where it becomes a a, a good argument. Um, I would argue that it is because he's not addressing it. He's he's not. First of all, to, to, I, I just sent it to you. Yeah. The the, it. the the argument on our side, a good argument on our side, is that his wife and him filed for divorce two weeks after this was first revealed. Okay. Then they called it off. So I don't even think he told his wife. I think he's like been by this whole time. And what our value add here, very simply, is that we found the video. It had never been posted before, uh, whereas just screenshots in September came out. And what we want to do is is just tell the truth. These are this is not a ser- these aren't serious people. I mean, what what happens if I push the play button? Do I want to do this? Um, there's no genitalia in it. It's just two guys making out. I don't know if you can stomach that i mean no i I got i got nothing against homosexuality but i just like um and he he's the guy on the bottom no the patrick labotta is the dude on the top they're they're tussling this is crazy where is this available for where was this available to the public on a archived link online because once this came out uh they made the video private on youtube so it goes against – so here's my argument. If there's nothing wrong with this, why are they running scared, making their Twitter profiles private, making the YouTube video private, and getting divorces? And not just that. Like, if anybody knew of this beforehand, I mean, I guess they would have made it private before, but it's – No, it was, it was totally visible when it was released on – so we weren't the ones who discovered the – the existence of it. What we did was discovered and made public the actual video. And the series is called The Closet, and it's about hidden sexual lives of black men. That's exact. That's literally what the description is. And 
This is the production company thanking all the actors. So there's about a dozen episodes. He's the the guy on the bottom up here. He's the the light-skinned one, yeah. So Patrick Labatt is named right there on the credit list. And what this this Sinwat Network Films is a production company, and they've done this series like for a dozen for a dozen years. There's there's the first one, which was called Groomsman, episode one, was the one Patrick Labat started in like 2006, and now they're still going. They're like on episode 13, and so again, I think that the reason why we started digging into this guy is because they did something wholly unnecessary. They made everyone pose for these disgusting, ridiculous mug shots to try to humiliate everyone. Now, there's an argument to be made that that the pres that that President Trump fundraised a lot off this, and it was actually good for him. But what about all the other people? What about all the other defendants? You have actual rapists down there who probably don't even get mug shotted, and their jails are overflowing. We put this in our Substack piece. One guy got uh, eaten to eaten alive, literally by vermin. Rats ate his skin alive in this Fulton County jail. So you have a guy who's prisoners, who, the prison he oversees, people are getting, uh, one of them was killed by bed bug bites. So you have third world living conditions. He's trying to humiliate people who are getting uh, prosecuted for thought crimes, basically, thinking the election was overturned. Not all the charges, okay? I'm fair. Some of them are ridiculous but serious. Some of them are ridiculous and even and just unserious. Um, did, did they, uh, what's his face, the guy who pulled the alarm there, Jamal Brown, did, did they mugshot him? No, of course not. Okay. Of course not. And um, the idea of mugshotting prominent politicians and lawyers who are not going anywhere regardless. That's what I'm saying. It's usually a means of identification. These people have thousands of photos online. This was a pure humiliation tactic. And so, again, if you go back and read our Substack, we just lay out the facts. This is what happened. If you go read all of our Substacks, there's very little opinion in it. Every, every assertion we make has a hyperlink. Everybody can go watch the video. If they want to watch this video and think this dude is a serious guy who cares about uh enforcing the law without fear or favor you know we got a video for you sort of like we got a bridge to sell you well not just that it's it's that once you discover this which is uh, albeit public but not known and certainly hidden and then they take it down there's other stuff i mean it's not guilt by whatever but anyone who would go to do something like this will do something worse probably has done something worse that has not yet seen and why is he not proud of it david what if if they if they know that nothing is wrong with this right and this guy's a proud bisexual you'll notice we didn't put any degrading language in there why not wear proudly why not go on twitter and say hey people discovered that i moonlighted as a bisexual softcore porn artist i'm proud of it my past is glorious now i'm the highest law enforcement official in in fulton county which is a huge metropolitan area, but no, they scurry like rats, and that's really what Marco Polo is in the business of. Where I've, um, so, I've I've double checked enough. I'm just going to play the first thirty seconds. Yeah, because <laughs> it's I it's didn't really hilarious. It's there's a story. Act. <laughs> yeah, the groomsman, and there's a listen to the listen to the music. And if you think we're homophobes, I'm not. I don't agree with it. I think it's a sin. I'm not a. I mean, their wives are puking. If you go to like minute two. You'll see that the wives, that's his wife, in this in the show. He's cool. Shambly. Yeah. Okay, um, 
Do I want to? Oh, two minutes in. Okay, here. Yeah, she's beautiful. Oh my goodness. Okay, th that that I find <laughs> is outrageous. So it's a horribly acted thing. It'd be one thing if the dude were like a good actor, but no, it's like high school drama class style videos. And this was on. You could buy this on DVD, David. No, I, I tell you, it's, it, it, you describe them as not serious people. I would describe them as compromised. I don't know how anybody, like, set aside how you feel. I, I don't really have any problem with what consenting adults do, period. No, I'm not a religious man, but I understand people have religious objections. Yes. How do you... No, I'm, not, how, yeah, I'm not in the business of throwing people off buildings like the Muslims, okay? No, Just but, but for I, I, say this, <laughs> I say this. How do, they, how do they go for a position of public office knowing they have this skeleton in the closet? It's not the fact, it's poor judgment and also this like above the law, it'll never happen because I've got people to keep all this stuff quiet and then entereth Marco Polo. Well, Holy crap. The fact that they've reacted like this suggests one thing. Number one, he never told his wife um, because they filed for divorce. This appeared on Twitter on September 5th, and we were very clear. In fact, our first post about this, which is not went viral, but many viral, about Labat, we quote tweeted the person who originally found it. Okay, so we're not claiming that we were the first ones to discover this. We confirmed it through facial recognition technology and finding the dang video and seeing his name on the credits and scouring the Facebook of the production company and finding his, his name on the thank yous. So it's him, 1,000%. 1,000% it's him. What... His reaction tells us is that he never told his wife. They filed for divorce. The YouTube video was made private. By the way, we went. Maurice is the guy who runs the production company. I called him. He told me to f off. I was like, "Why'd you make? Why'd you make the video private? If you're a proud homosexual, why would you make this private, man?" I was like urging him to make it public again. If you've got no problem with this, why are you? Why are you scurrying? You That's know what outrageous. I mean? Just from no, an no, argumentation standpoint. No, but if you're a proud I, homosexual, why would you make these things private? And I can think of examples of, of women, uh, you know, attractive Hollywood actresses who have done these. And, and it's, you know, it's all, not a source of pride. They're like, yeah, I did it. Big flipping deal. Yeah. Uh, without giving any names. It's, there might be the homosexual, uh, you know, guilt aspect to that. There might be his family, whatever. But what's clear is that uh, these are compromised men who are in positions of power that are abusing of that power to shame and publicly humiliate other people who, by all accounts, the grab him by the pussy video, I don't think it, Trump said what people said he said. No, it. he didn't say he assaulted him. He, no, he, I know, but, he but, said that he was with loose women. That's but, what he and, said. And, and, no, but, and, that, and, and that the worst thing, like, look, my goodness, can you, I was going to say, can you imagine if they found a video like this with Trump? But the worst thing that Trump has ever been accused of having done is grab him by the pee pee. And um, the, what he got convicted of in that bullshit New York case with Lewis E. Carroll, sexual battery, uh, by a, a totally batshit crazy woman whose story yes. uh, does not make a lick of sense. That's the worst they got on him. And the people prosecuting him, crack, hookers, gay porn, and these are the people who are, uh, you know, uh, what's the word, enforcing democracy right now. It's, it's, it's... Or, yeah, protecting democracy with a capital P and capital D. No, <sighs> these, are, this, these, are, these are unserious people. And I think what makes them so – it's not just me. I'm not making this about me. That's why it's not called the Garrett Ziegler Research Group. Marco Polo, though, has a practice of we really trigger people, and I think it's because we add very little commentary to these, and we put the video – we just put it out there. I mean Patrick Labat is living a double life, and uh, that's not my opinion. That's based on his reaction to this 
video that was shot in 2005, he could have come out and said, you know, I, I didn't tell my wife about this. She doesn't know that I'm a bisexual, but I am, and so be it. He could have yeah. said that. Um, all right, so... The, Don't the, you agree? Well, yeah, yeah. Or, or he said, like, I, I, I needed the money. It was COVID. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not proud of myself or whatever. There's a thousand excuses involving owning up to it and not apologizing for it because it's, yeah. it's not something you do by accident. And it's certainly not something that you do thinking it's going to stay private. I mean, that's like back in Quebec, we used to have this thing called Bleu Nuit, which is Blue Night, which is like sort of like softcore porn that they would run at, at midnight. Look, I don't think anybody would be, maybe they'd be not proud in 50 years, but nobody does it thinking it's not going to get viewership. That's what they do it for. Yes. Softcore, hard, whatever. You do that for public consumption. And it's difficult to then say like, um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm ashamed of it. You could say that. I shouldn't have done it. It was, I was, I needed the money. Or I did it, piss off. And it doesn't reflect on anything in terms of my ability to enforce justice. The long arm of the law. Oh, there's a number of jokes in there, Gareth, that I will not get into. <laughs> So that, that's one story. You discovered that this week. It, yeah, that's gone. a mini story. We didn't set out to do this. I was who, just, you know. Who found it? Who found it? And how? I, I, found it on, <laughs> I found it on Twitter very simply because we were starting to create profiles of the people in Fulton County because it's people, a couple of people blood out, but it, the, the, um, the stuff is really starting to heat up now. And we were doing profiles of the, all the prosecutors. Uh, all the ADAs, and we were doing profiles of the sheriff. And I just was running his face through facial recognition. And then I found this Twitter picture uh, of him in bed with a dude. And then I just started following it. Uh, I'm a very, I can scour digital archives well. And then I found the production company and found like archive.org pages from 2006. And holy shit, that's his name, Patrick Labatt. And then we found the video. That's and then we actually purchased, this is by the way, uh, it's not news, but it's hilarious. It'll be the first time our Marco Polo uh, debit card is used on an unseemly site. But we purchased a <laughs> DVD copy of episode one of the of Groomsmen, so that if our Substack gets taken down, we have the digital, and we'll we'll all find somebody with a DVD ripper to oh be able to my. archive it. Because I don't want this episode one. I don't want them to burn all the episode one. So we we bought a copy of episode one on DVD. Only one copy. Yeah, we just got one because I'll once I have the once I have the DVD, I'll have a buddy of mine rip it, and I'll just I'll just flood the air, flood the was, zone with it. Was it available on VHS? <laughs> no, hilariously, this that's funny. This oh, is uh, 2006, I believe, is the is the release date, and I think they've done like an episode a year, so that explains. I think they were on episode 13 in 2020, and you know, flamboyantly proud homosexual. Uh, leader of the film production company then posted on facebook we're in our 13th year thanks to everybody who's made this a success patrick labat on now but hold on uh, this is soft course so they don't actually show any penetration correct we don't know that we know that in episode one they don't okay because i mean uh, i'm just thinking like thinking as a scoundrel could say i was just acting we didn't have any penetration there was no genital to mouth or genital to butt contact and so i we were just acting it's you know it's embarrassing sorry i want to well, put it away they, that's why that's why in the subject piece we were very clear that it's soft core he uh labat is very clearly in his boxers making out with another dude in a bed and he's told to quote get his fine ass underneath the other actor <laughs> and then you have the wives and the men so it's basically this series which is difficult to watch like you saw it's so bad the the acting is terrible the script is terrible um and the the plot is gross but 
they basically have all these women, all these men's <laughs> wives walking in and then puking because I they're mean, leading they, these they, devil lives. Just from a purely plot, you know, even if it's porno, who wants to see vomiting while watching sex? I mean, unless you're into that and there's a bunch of, you know, there's a fine German sub niche of, uh, you know, Scheiser porn and vomit porn, but like, who even so wants gross, to see man. vomiting with, with sex, even if you're into that as a. Okay, so that's interesting. That that that's guy, that's mini story number one that we found by accident. And it has right? there's no there's no uh, broader connection between Labat and uh, Engeron. So uh, other than the we don't know. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we don't know. Okay. We don't know. All we know for sure is that um, based on his acting, based on his acting penchants, the sheriff of Fulton County was you know secretly bisexual. Because I I found very I don't know if I've known of a male heterosexual actor that would shoot something like that uh, and actually go forward with all the making out and all of, you know, laying in bed with it, with a dude. Um, so that's mini story. Number one, it's acting. Yeah. Uh, Mini story. Number one, we found by accident, mini story. Number two, I'll just go in uh, chronological order. Do it, do it. Cause I'm going to open up. I had the uh, windows open. I'm going to go find your tweet and pull up the angle. Yeah. So this too, so we were this, the, the background for everybody watching, by profile, I mean we were doing a deep dive, going back like everything you can find on the internet about someone, which we are pros at. I'm, I don't say that lightly, and I don't say that um, braggadociously, as the president would say. I mean, if it's on the internet, we'll be able to find it. Um, and so we were doing that with Labot and all of the ADAs. I was doing that with Labot and all the ADAs. And then the group, the broader group, started to really dig in on Ingeron, and we found this Wheatley Alumni Association newsletter started reading through them. You know, what you what what hasn't been reported yet is hilarious. He always tags clippings of himself in the news in these newsletters. So he's a huge narcissist. All of these articles about Ingeron's trial of Trump, he's putting those articles in his own newsletter that he maintains. So this guy is such a narcissist that probably right after he gets out of the bench every night. And sees, you know, Trump outside the courthouse making comments. He's looking up his name and reading every single article. And then more than that, he's posting these to his alumni, high school alumni newsletters. And while reading through this, because they were a trove of PII, these boomers have the digital hygiene and OPSEC of like an African tribe, dude. Like, it's terrible. They leave their personal phone numbers, home addresses, everything on the Internet because they don't know that people can find out a lot of information. They're stupid about what they put on the internet. So Ingeron posted all this stuff. I get a good idea of who uh, uh, been married three times, four kids. I got a good uh, background of who this guy is. Did you, and, sorry, you said Ingeron's been married three times? Yep, three times. This this latest one who, by the way, there's a there's currently stalled divorce proceedings between Don Marie. I know Laura Loomer put out some great info on his current wife, Dawn, and her just disgusting tweets about the president that breaks every there's no way that he should not recuse himself you know in our federal case against hunter the judge was appointed by the plaintiff's daddy in june and also gave money to the plaintiff's daddy which will probably be a a cause which will probably be the background for a motion of recusal for us hernan vera is our judge in the case against hunter and hunter's dad just appointed the guy to the central district of california that's how much of a kangaroo court we're in but In the federal law, you don't even have to have actual bias. You just have to have the appearance of bias or the the plausible possibility of bias to get a recusal, right? 
the New York state law, we looked this up, and there's no reason why Trump's lawyers shouldn't be filing motions to get a recusal from Ingeron, even this far along in the case, because you have the wife making comments about the case itself. She's so not just, I, yeah. I pulled up those tweets yesterday and I, I, I met Laura Loomer for the first time at Mar-a-Lago. I mean, you know, she's done some great work. Yeah. Well, and so, and again, like I, it's not that I'm going to judge anybody or prejudge anybody. I don't know of the consistency errors that she's made that might, you know, make people treat her research with a little bit more scrutiny. Uh, so I don't, but, but how do we know that that account, and I showed the tweets, it was retweets and a couple of comments. How do we know that that's Angeron's wife's Twitter feed? Twitter Very home. good question. And this goes back to her BS statement she gave to Newsweek. She made a statement that she doesn't have a Twitter account. Yeah, she doesn't have a Twitter account. She has an account on X, and she's going to hide behind that. She's going to hide behind the change in names. That's what she told Newsweek. Uh, we know it because of different services that we subscribe to, namely Ben Verified, Truthfinder, and Truthfinder, that it goes back that the email account that she used to set up the account resolves to her email. How do you, how do you get that info? When Twitter was hacked, there was, this is this is Shit, I'm going to be able to nerd out here. When Twitter was hacked, there was uh, a leak that showed the email account used to create an account, or the email address, excuse me, used to create an account. That email address is uh, is linked to the wife, so she lied to Newsweek. Well, she's wow. going to say that she didn't lie because she said she rightly said that she doesn't have a Twitter account right now; she has an X account. Um, so the writer at Newsweek got duped because they're idiots probably. But no, that's his wife, and she's just absolutely rabid and feral, like I kept saying. I mean, these are not sane people. She's commenting on the case while her while her husband is overseeing well, it. it. Okay, so to the extent now that we have can definitively say it is indeed her— uh, the It's Don Marie and Garon, absolutely. Okay, that's and and that's decent evidence. I don't know how you you know that you can piece it together with the leak and trace it to the email address. Yes, Amazing. so these leaks get posted. We're I am not a savant on the dark web, but these breaches, these uh, hack and leaks, like with Ashley Madison. This is in our report on the Biden laptop. Ashley Madison got hacked. The data got leaked. Hunter's credit card information, address, IP address, and and other information were in the leak. That's how we know he had a an Ashley Madison account. In the same vein, uh, there was a scraping, I won't call it a hack, there was a scraping of Twitter that allowed people to look at the email address used to create a Twitter account. Don Marie's was her email, and we know that based on Truth, Truthfinder, been verified, and white pages. Okay, so that's amazing. Uh, so it is indeed his wife posting real-time uh, shitposting against Alina oh. Haba, uh, among other things. Yes, What's on decisions her husband's made. Like, we're not—what I'm trying to say is, for the devil's advocate, my position is not that the wives of judges can't have political opinions, right? That's not what me and you are saying. They can have political opinions. A wife of a right-wing judge— can post, you know, the country's going to hell because of inflation. But what we're saying is a, a grounds for recusal is the freaking wife posting about decisions her her husband judge made that very day. It's 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 wild beyond belief. And again, yeah, they can have their own views, but even yes. they should have the discretion to not post contemporaneous tweets about pending litigation with their that, husband. Yes, that, let's say that that Ingeron was not the judge in this case, but but was a judge in 
the same court, right? So let's say Ingeron wasn't assigned to the case, but he was still sitting as a justice in the county of New York. Then the argument for recusal would be more difficult because you could say, hey, it doesn't matter what his wife thinks. Ingeron's not presiding over this trial. Sure, his colleague is, but there's enough levels of separation. They don't even have that. And first of all, it it goes from... Uh, you know, you can complain about systemic corruption. You can say, look, they're part of a system and judicial corruption, yada, yada, versus individualized bias, where you you, you step down. You, it's not her involved in a system. It's her commenting on the rulings of her husband. And like they say, happy wife, happy life. I think if Engeron wants to please his wife, that's, his, you know, it's, it's, well, it's, one, it's one step below the systemic and it's at the individual it's level. How some SCOTUS justices in the National Supreme Court recuse themselves based on financial holdings of their wives mm-hmm. right same thing here they should he should recuse himself oh another thing set aside let's say that marco polo hadn't found the email address that was used to create don marie in Garant's twitter account so we didn't have that hard evidence just her reaction alone was enough to prove it was her he made it private within the hour. Well, I've made they that mistake. They were stirring like rats. I've made that mistake once before with that Dr. Solnats who allegedly put out a tweet that said I would get the vax again. And, you know, they refused it out of selfishness. And then I said, is this real? And then when I went back, I was blocked. And I said, well, she blocked me. Therefore, it has to be real. I uh, set that aside. Uh, it could be a parody account. It could be someone trying to sabotage her. But no, linking it back to the email address, that's satisfactory to me. But what's the story? This is his wife now, but there's also Laura was reporting on something about his son being in the courtroom and being involved in some activist organization. Yes, this is why I this is actually, in my opinion, more juicy of a story. So for people who just tuned in, we found these bonus torso photos and creepy. By the way, the photo is not in itself in a vacuum scandalous. A lot of narcissists and workout people post these before and after photos, right? So for the record, we're not saying that alone is scandalous, all right? So people who've never heard me before, I know people do before and after photos, and they're proud of their their figure, and they worked hard for it. That's not what we're saying. We're saying this dude is a freaking creep because he posted this on his high school alumni. <laughs> I'll yearbook. say this. Uh, yes, it could. He could be doing. Look, I lost a hundred pounds. I'm seventy five yes. years old, looking good. Other yeah, he doesn't fact- look terrible for seventy four, right? Do but you- he looks amazing. He looks creepy. And the 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 reason why we're doing this is because this guy does not have good judgment. He's doing this on a high school alumni newsletter. Alumni means it's not like only for his class. There's probably three people left of his class. This is for alumni, anyone who's graduated. So there could be a 16, 17, 18-year-old kid on there. There could be an 18-year-old girl looking at this. An old dude saying, hey, check yes. out and Bonus blocking his wang. He's not wearing underwear there. I just no, can't that, that he's that naked. His nipples and that sternum thing looks like a nose. And then it looks like a smiling cat or some demon in his chest. It's not about uh, it's not about it's about the judgment overall, but I, I said this uh, and, and the overall thesis. By the way, we found this by accident. We just we couldn't. Believe, it was hilarious to us. We had to we had to put it out. It's like this guy's totally not serious. These are not serious people. These are not uh, these pe- these these are people who have 
demented minds. They don't have sound judgment. They're total narcissists. This guy posts articles about his own ruling. Well, that and that's where I was. That's what I said yesterday. Is like I, you know the 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 wildly inappropriate posting of of semi nudes. It's gross. It's disgusting. It shows something's wrong with him, but not necessarily judicially wrong. Yes. This is where it proves something is judicially wrong with him. I talked about it yesterday. He's posting links to his own decisions. And this is where I uh, just realized today, this was a very, very contemporaneous website. Like this was, this was live and up to date as of September 23rd. No, that is as of October 26th, even David, he's doing it as of two weeks ago. In fact, they, they hilariously have a sub stack of this. And he is he has he has made Substack post throughout the trial. This is like the biggest thing that's ever happened to him. Wow. That's why I'm so happy we revealed this. And more than the wife being biased, Laura and I did not we did not find this. So all credit goes to Laura about Ian. His son Ian was employed by the court, got positions by the court, was in court that day, and is basically just riding out the nepotistic gravy train because his daddy's a judge which i think is more important than the when than the wife stuff i i it's more important than the shirt it's or the shirtless the topless it's more important than the wife stuff but it, this is like all of it together it's like a, a minority report orgy of judicial bias i mean it's it's systemic this is systemic the judge's bias, I don't know who found the original speech that he gave eight years ago about having the tools to, you know. Yes, can we play that? Oh, I'll find it again. I had it There's lined up. There's a great account on Twitter that I'm honored. To, we we, we want to hire him uh, to do some work for us, Maze Moore. And he cut out the best, uh, he, he found the best clips of it and just did a montage. Maze Moore. Yeah, let did, me, oh, Maze, M-A-Z-E, Moore. Yeah, tweet? It, it, let's see here. Maze more. Okay. Let's see how many tweet 10,000 posts. So I should be able to find this pretty easily. Scrolling through. I we think got, it's in the gateway pundit article from yesterday. I can find it. See if you can find that. I'll find. Let me see here. I, I know I put it up. I put it up a few times. Viva Fry Angoron tweet. Yeah, I, I had it all lined up and then I, 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 I screwed up my. Uh, here we go. I got it right here. I don't. This is not the long one, but here. Boom, incognito. The incognito wouldn't show me the uh, the inappropriate uh, picture of Engeron's... Gro okay, it wouldn't show me Engeron's body in incognito. Here we go. Which one is this? 122. I had one last thing to say about tools. Um, yes. A lot, I get, a lot of what I do involves motions. Motions. These summary judgment motions I mentioned. And, all right, am I following the law or am I making law? It's wild. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm following law. I'm, I'm an impartial referee. But it's hard to but. factor out my own emotions. And I have tools. Somebody can say, well, Your Honor, you have to throw out this case because it's just like another case. Well, is it just like another case? What if the defendant was wearing a red sweater instead of a blue sweater? It's amazing. We go and he goes on. I can, I can prevent someone from making an argument. Just estoppel. You said something different in this case or even another case. Prevent you from making that argument. And then you put that together with how he's denied Trump all of his defenses. Can't have a political bias from Leticia James. Can't have worthless clause provision. All of those arguments thrown out by the judge who's saying I have the tools to implement my bias in a file. I wanted to show the part where... Oh, no, that was... Yeah, it. Where and he doesn't get a jury. 
also in that video, as you know, he said, juries get it wrong. Yep. And, and it's not just the, you know, one out of 100 juries can get it wrong. No, no, no doubt. But he was so flippant about it and saying that, you know, how could they ever reach this conclusion? Um, well, he actually, he prefaced it even more. He said, what I'm about to say now is controversial and I'm going to say it even though I'm on camera. I bet he didn't think it was going to get to this level of being on camera. Juries get it wrong. And I've got a tool, jury, ju uh, jury nullification, nullification, notwithstanding a verdict. It's Janov. It's judgment, notwithstanding a verdict. Janov. I could just set it aside and I've done it twice, overturned once. Confirmed once, so not bad, even though it's controversial. This There's guy... a biting connection to this, David. Oh, now please do it. So Devin Archer, <laughs> for the second time, is appealing to the Supreme Court because his conviction in an Indian bond fraud case in the Southern District of New York was given a new trial by Ronnie Abrams, who is married to Greg Andrews, who was the lead prosecutor of Paul Manafort for Robert Mueller. And so... Ronnie Abrams, sister of Dan Abrams, who you know, she granted Archer's motion for a new trial, which was reversed by the Second Circuit because Ronnie Abrams thought she knew better than the jury. So one of the last holdouts and one of the great things about our Anglo-American tradition is the jury. You get a and I, I know what I know what the Bill of Rights says. It's all criminal proceedings. Right. Which is why they're even allowed to do this to DJT because it's not a criminal proceeding, meaning they don't have to give them a jury trial in a civil proceeding. But I love jury trials. I think it's one of the last holdouts. I love that Sam Bankman free got convicted by a jury of his peers because first of all, it's a high bar to get a conviction. You got to have you you know, it's got to be unanimous beyond a reasonable doubt, but there, there's so much, there's so much beauty around a jury of one's peers, and the fact that everybody is afforded one as a right. And I think that what they're, what Ingeron has done, like you said, is take away every lever for some person who's not biased to have any effect on this trial. It's, it's, it's Alex Jones and Donald Trump. They, they, they do not have a trial on the substance, on the merits. They have a trial on the damages of the foregone default verdict in Alex Jones's case. And here, summary judgment, the tool by which Engeron ruled Trump guilty of fraud vis-a-vis Mar-a-Lago. And, and, and if, that, if that were the only thing, if it were only that one video, it would have been enough. Then you throw in the wife, then you throw in the son, then you throw in the perversion. You throw, this is systematic um, uh, it's a takeover. This is, this is election interference and this is a takeover of democracy. I agree completely. And all we did in our Substack piece and on our Twitter is put out the facts. Everybody can go follow those hyperlinks, read them for yourself. It's him. It's crazy. We're just revealing to people for who they are. That's all we've done. Um, and it's, it's a joke. No, it's, it's, it, you could not write this into a movie and have people believe it. It's so preposterous. Is there anything? I mean, is there anything else on Engron that you that you are are you are there venues that you're continuing to look? Is there anything else that you haven't disclosed yet, or are you just like yeah, waiting? we're we're looking through now um, everything with Ian because I think that's the that there's obviously a portal to make complaints about judges, but if there's anything with Ian that we can we can um, basically compare to Joey and Hunter. This is Joey and Hunter on a much smaller scale. Daddy's the judge. Give some gibs to the son. Um, so that's our – we know the wife had a Twitter account. We know that he's a pervert who's a narcissist. 
But we're going to be really digging into Ian and uh, the the clerk because we have no gag order, right? We, we, Jesse Waters called him Judge Nudie, and I love that. That's what we're, we're going to be calling him from now on, the, uh, the male version of Judge Judy. So Judge Nudie is a nepotistic, narcissistic creep, and we're going to be digging into Greenfield. She's running for a seat right now, the uh, portly clerk who was hubby-hubby with Chuck Schumer. <laughs> She's running for the seat in uh, New York City, uh, uh, and so we're going to be obviously – doing things that make people aware of what she's been doing in this case because if first of all like i said don and the judge are uh estranged by all accounts there's we looked at the docket in nassau county court where they live on long island there was divorce filed uh he, the male was actually the plaintiff against don in november of 2020 but there's been no finalization so I think they're just estranged, mm-hmm. which could go in his favor, uh, which could say, hey, I'm yeah, she's my wife, but she has no bearing on my biases because we we're estranged. We're just both leftists. So, you know, haha. But I think that uh, one of the beauties of us putting this out there is we don't know what we'll find next. This is the the bonus torso photos are just creepy things from Judge Nudie. But once people start looking into this guy's background, who knows what we're all going to find. Je- I was trying to find the Jesse Waters video. Um, where they, of you know, the, Nudie. Of Go Judge to our Nudie. page. Well, did, did they, um, did Jesse, uh, was their verification, their due diligence, your due diligence? I don't want to yes, start they just copied us. Okay. I mean, it's the, it's the ultimate flattery, but it would have been nice for them to mention you by name during the Well, uh, the only reason why I wanted on a show was to talk about the other things that you're letting me talk about right now, which is our position is not that he needs to be fired for being a creep and posting before and after photos. That's not our position. Our position is that he needs to be looked into further. Ian, let's do a deep dive on Ian. I would have loved to have the platform on Waters' show to say, hey, oh, and by the way, the dad is a creep, absolutely, and a narcissist who posts links about his own rulings to his alumni Facebook or uh, newsletter. But he also has a son who's employed or was employed by the court and was in court when Trump was in there testifying. So that, again, is where the public should be focusing on this uh, ridiculous uh, selfie thing is just uh, it's an it's an appetizer in yeah. a weird way. That's well, a it's terrible just, it's, analogy. It's just it's just no, it's just a cherry. It's a thing on to top. get your attention. It, well, it is. It's judicially irrelevant, but character-wise, very relevant. Yes. But the judicial corruption is is through the roof. I was and I, I was reluctant to tweet to retweet Laura Loomer's tweet because it, mistakes happen, and you don't want to put someone who's a total stranger. Well, to we this get on off blast. the line. I'll send you the email address that Don used to create the Twitter account. No, forget that. I don't, don't, don't. Okay, fine. We'll talk after. <laughs> um, and so now you're going. At, you're looking into Ian, the son, yes. the the uh, clerk who's who's chummy chummy with Allison Chuck Schumer. Greenfield, the one who is uh, who is who is uh, and really who kn- really smiling who, with Chuck Schumer. Who knows? Who knows what can be found? But my goodness, knowing what the, knowing the skeletons they all have had in their closets up until now. I would be crapping in my boots if I were them because you can't, it's forever. People, I I operated on the basis that the internet was forever as of 2007. Like it's, it's forever. You can't hide yourself. It will never go away and people will find out and live a good life. Keep your 
schmeckle in your pants and you'll be very, very happy. Oh, man. Okay, well, that's... Speaking of this, one thing that... Um, I think there's a reason why Greenwald won't have me on to discuss our dossier because Glenn has been very fair about the Bidens. He knows Joe is corrupt. He knows. But one reason why is because I think he won't have me on is because this is totally, totally off topic, but I'd want to say it, okay, be, about the internet being forever. But Glenn was in like the 2003, 2005 range was like a huge pornographer. And we found these things on archive.org about him owning porn production companies. I shit you not, this is all real. I can send you the archive. And I, I think that he didn't Oh my goodness, this is, this is it's, ba it's bad for so many reasons, but not the political ones. I mean, Look, there's a lot You've of heard like, of this, right? His porn companies. I have I have not. I have Yeah, not. so <laughs> we were doing a deep dive on him because I really liked his views and I liked that he did the Snowden Snowden stuff and everything. But then when we got to like these archive.org sites in 2005, like holy crap, he's like owning these porn companies. And I think that he's mad at us for just finding this and he won't have me on to discuss the dossier. Uh, yeah, I, dude, I, I I mean, look, I can understand that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I know. Look, it's, it, it's it's a decent business. Montreal is known uh, as being something of a porn center uh, because it, look, there's a, there's a lot of porn production companies in Montreal. There was a, a at the Aquasauce, no, not Aquasauce. There was the Kahnawagi Reserve where they had um, the servers that they could host content on these on the native reserve and, oh and somehow God. circumvent certain restrictions. What is the soul of Montreal? How many people are there? How many, Montreal, population-wise, has got to be, I want to say, 3 million, give or take, including okay. Laval. I mean, Montreal is basically half the population of the province. No, it's much more than that if you go greater. Yeah, this the metro area. Yeah, because you got Montreal, then you got Laval, which is like... It, no, it's, it's, it's millions of people. Is it... Um, so the soul is basically just... It's French, wealthy, and would you call it a pretentious place? Uh, no, no, no. It's, and it's 50-50 English-French. Um, it's 50-50 French allophone because Montreal, the, the entire province of, of Quebec is 85% French-Canadian. But, but that's, that's the entire province. Montreal is 50-50. So demographically, mm -hmm. so it says Montreal population is nearly 2 million. But I'm going to go include... My mom used now. to go up there. She worked for this company called Quebecor World. Huge printing company. Oh, Quebecor. Yeah, I know, I know Quebecor. Quebecor World, yeah. yeah. She, they got bought out, by, but my mom used to go to Montreal. So yeah, it's, it's ha if you include the greater Montreal area, which includes Laval, which is massive, uh, uh, La Prairie, whatever, Dollar it's it's four point two million. So it's it's basically more than half the province. Um, By the way, hey, since I have you on, you are you aware of a French phrase about uh, the the meaning of it is like reason for being raison 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 d'être. Yeah, but uh, they, say it again, raison raison d'être, the reason for existing. But yes, it's like it's that, I, I, there's many times where I want to use that phrase, but I'm I, I'm afraid to do it because I'll botch the pronunciation. Well, it's more it's more poetic than the German Zeitgeist and other things like that. But yeah, raison yes. d'être, the reason for being. Yes. Oh so my that's, goodness! So I, we're we're done. We've done two of the three mini stories, and then yep. the last mini story. Hold on, is, no, the last mini story. We're queuing up with the video, and I've been I've been. Yes. Here we go. Oh God, it's. I'll tell you this. I'll preface this. Do we see it? I didn't. Sh I didn't share this originally. I don't like you know retweeting, putting uh, not innocent, but rather, well, you know what I mean, like uh, citizens on blast. The the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The proudness, the brazenness, the fact that it, he's a government contractor. That, That's well, where that we I, really went hog wild. Once we knew he was a Fed, we didn't care. Listen, to this. 
the brazenness, and he's not ashamed, he's not embarrassed, and he's not scared of what he's doing. No. And he doesn't look mentally ill. I mean, I think he's probably got some issues, but he he's really not like... He believes this, that that's we love the KKK. He's, he's not clearly mentally ill, as in not responsible for his actions. Not drunk, yeah. not on drugs. Okay, watch this. Everybody's seen it, but... You, uh, when you, you fucking people tried to overthrow the election, you might have been, might as well have been walking up to my head on the way to the polling station, putting a gun in my head, trying to tell me not to vote. It's, that's crazy. You might as well have been pointing a gun at my head. The, the fact that in someone's mind, I mean, and I say a, a Biden voter, that those two things are symbolically equivalent logic he's it's it's delusional to biden okay we're, we're, you expect me not to take that fucking person i'd be scared on my wits right now you fucking try to overthrow elections with violence and then you're out here among decent people oh yeah he's real decent thanks for <laughs> coming out to say he's, huh? he's the what, decent what's person what's on your fucking what's on what's your, your fucking, policy uh, prescription uh your what are your policy <laughs> prescriptions i love that have a nice day you've already fucking been rapist rights yeah. Rapists, right? People's fucking families and their fucking bedrooms. It's pretty wild. You fucking animal. One of my favorites is that he misconstrues what he means by one. Try to steal my vote next year. I'm gonna fucking remember you. I just had a good idea. I'm gonna Thank take you. a picture of you right now. Yeah. So we, I did ask our lawyer. He was very, very good about what he said because there was no. Is that all right? Yeah. You can. No, no, yeah. no direct imminent threats. Yes, he was very tacit about. It. I'm gonna remember you. Like you can tell, he was swirling around. All right, how do I try to scare this dude without threatening him? I'm gonna I take know a he's picture. Muted. I'm gonna take a picture of him, put on a list, and it's a one sick. party Yeah, one party state. He doesn't realize you that that Matthew is alluding to recording somebody, and, and then he said, "Yeah, you want a one party country." So he doesn't realize that Matthew is saying, "Yeah, you can take a picture of me because in Virginia you don't need my consent. You just need one of the parties." I don't but even he, think he's it. stupid. He's like, "Yeah, you want one a party, one party one country." Party. No, but it's and it's pure confession through projection. He wants the one party country because he wants Matthew, whoever the guy is there, he wants him to disappear. Yeah. Hey, sir, how are you? Headed in to vote? Not done yet. He's not done yet, though. Republican sample ballot? God, this guy kept his cool. Oh, sure. he's, co he's coming back. Is he coming back? He comes yeah, back. Don't right? be buddy buddy with these folks. Buddy buddy with these people because they, they put on a, the face of a good neighbor. But they support lynch mobs and fucking KKK. They, they support, support lynch mobs. Lynch mobs. KKK. Freaks. Brazen and proud. I okay, love so the cargo shorts from 2005. What a douchebag. <laughs> By the way, we figured out. We talked to, to Matthew, okay, the guy who was accosted, and we figured that wasn't his Prius. Because the first question we asked him is, hey, He's... send us the high res of the, of the video, because if that's his Prius, we'll have our PI run the plates and know this guy immediately. But it wasn't his, <laughs> it wasn't his Prius. He was walking to the precinct. But uh, no, once we... a, lo a lot of people were making the jokes like, oh, my God, he drives a Prius to. Boot. Yeah, like, no, it's, we, it's we, every... we thought that fit, too. So that's why we. But then Matthew said, no, no, no. After the video cuts, I saw that he did not go into the Prius. But the, uh, the reasons for us caring about this are very simple. This dude is a federal contractor. Stop there. Stop there. Come, yeah. When did you realize? Like, so I see this video. I was like, oh, some jackass on the street. I'm moving on with my day. And I think I want to I want to say that I, I think I only retweeted it after you put out the federal contractor. Yes. I think because this is this is my thought process. How, how does that happen? Like, do you run facial recognition on every video that you see on the Internet? No, we we ran. So I'll give you again. I love that you're a nerd like me. I can tell. <laughs> so I realized that this video had been up. I watched it probably three hours after it was posted, but I was watching it because we did it a day later. 
right? We didn't get there on the day. I waited about 12 hours to see if anybody else had done it, if, if he had been ID. So I made a mental note the first day I watched it. Hey, if this guy is an ID, Marco Polo will spend a couple hours and, and mess with this guy because he deserves it. He was just feral. Did you see him? I mean, oh, first of all, I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to put it on. The, I'm going to put it with my group you can and they're going to come and a, get you. He's a puss because he acted like a 14 year old version of Garrett who got in a fight with a guy behind his schoolyard because he was shaking when he was talking. When, when, when you watch this video on high res, he's like, you want to put a gun to my head? You could have put a Like he was stuttering. And if he helped, tried to hold his hand up, you could see that he was shaking, which means he's never done this before. He's a total puss. He couldn't even, he couldn't even tell a guy off without shaking like a little girl. So you can tell that he, he probably gets manicures and he'd never, I bet he never done that before because in Arlington, he never sees conservatives. This guy's living in a one party county. It's like 95 to five there. It's almost it's, as bad as DC. So that's the first thing I saw. He had he, his forehead, by the way, it looked like Kevin Morris. It looked like the skin of a pug dog. If you look <laughs> at that video, he, he has so many curls in his forehead. It looks like a pug dog. And uh, he says, you might as well put an effing gun to my head while his hand was shaking. It's almost like when James O'Keefe confronted Adam Goldman, a degenerate writer for the New York Times uh, in D.C. And Adam Goldman is holding – my phone's upstairs. He's holding his phone, Adam Goldman, and he's like shaking because he's trying to record James O'Keefe back. If you look up James O'Keefe, Adam Goldman, Adam Goldman pulls out his phone and starts recording James, and he's like – yeah, James, I can record too. It's like, dude, you're a grown man. You're shaking like an eighth grader at a spelling bee right now. But, but that, that even look at the ripples in that forehead. Yes, he looks that's... like a pug dog. That's the that's the freeze frame. <laughs> that's the freeze frame we used for the picture. He looks like a pug dog. That's how Kevin Morris looks. Kevin Morris has aged about three years and six months just oh. dealing with us. Oh my goodness. Because um... these are not these are not Stubber people. These are people who, you know, all the Greeks would say, this guy, you know, the mastery of oneself, one's emotions, one's carnal urges. That is the Greek ideal of fully human. This guy's not fully human. He couldn't control himself there. Matthew was very kind during the entire encounter, never threatened him, never met his intensity. You know, Matthew Hurt could have cussed at him back. He could have met his profanity with more profanity. This guy was just getting madder and madder. He reminded me of my son a little bit. When a when my son is done with blueberries and nobody's getting him more blueberries, he just gets madder and madder. And he has like a two-year-old's ability to control himself. When my two-year-old starts acting like that, we don't get mad at him, right? We say, calm down. But he's two. He has no reason. He can't even go to the bathroom on his own, right? But this is a 50-year-old guy with a role in some way over our freaking foster care system. We figured that out. Oh, so so who is he? And how, how did you find it out? Like, how, how does that happen? In how does that happen? Well, we use facial recognition to confirm uh, his his identity through his LinkedIn photo. He stupidly had a photo on LinkedIn, 
And we ran that through a facial recognition tool and then found all of these photos of him at rallies. He's a heckler. He heckled DJT at a 4th of July celebration in 2018. He made it to the cover of the Daily Mail. And then he also was a volunteer for Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas' campaign. Uh, and was seen at rallies there. And then we also have a photo of him at another rally holding a sign about like how you should tax religion, not science. It's um, Yeah, it's, so we were very fair with him. This guy, me and you, now that you live in the U.S., we pay for him, man. We pay so for what, this pug dog to lose. HHS is... Um, Health and Human Services. Health and Human Services. Jesus. And he okay. works at a division within HHS called the Children's Bureau. And they help oversee uh, foster care, and he's a software guy. So he, in some way, this is not a stretch. Is that, if you go down on our thread a little bit, um, yeah, it, does, it doesn't let me do that in uh, incognito. Uh, yeah, in uh, our thread, you'll see that um, we we list his donation history. We list uh, there's many many links online displaying his work, like. His name and email address are freely available on the HHS government website. That's his heckling photo where he went in the middle of a crowd. I mean, look at all these other – when he talked about decent people, look at these – look at all the other people of all colors looking at this guy. Like, <laughs> look at this guy, the guy yeah. over here. And the, the, actually, the two women, what the heck? Yes. Oh, my Everybody God. else was celebrating the 4th of July, and he just goes in there and starts screaming at Trump like a little two – like my boy, right? Unreal. Like a two-year-old. Real, Unreal. And then, and then you got yeah, that's stuff. his archive LinkedIn. It said uh, he, he works at a contractor named ICF, uh, and uh, he's the technical administrator uh, for the Children's Bureau taxes for science. how how old is this? How old is this picture? He looks substantially younger. Although yeah, still... he he like Kevin Morris. Uh, Trump has he has Trump derangement syndrome <laughs> that ages people. Uh, I think that that picture was in 2017, and and I looked to see when I I first tweeted it. But the day before, I think you identified him, but it was a fair tweet where I was just counting the expletives in his, um, in his, in his response. And I said, yeah, he's the good guy. 17 F-bombs. Is this it here? I think this is it. 13 F-bombs, two shits, confessions and protection. You want a one-party country and they're not good neighbors. Oh my goodness. I know, and, right? And, and they believe, and this, this is the guy who's a, a decent human being and a good, I, I, I wouldn't ask him for sugar. Uh, I if I were out of sugar for coffee. Holy crap. He too, like Ingeron, is apparently separated from his wife, who oh, is an who, attorney who in fuck? D.C. He, he knows Russian. He's actually a polyglot, so he's not stupid. He knows like six languages. He met his wife in Krakow. Uh, she's Polish-born lawyer in D.C. who works for one of these leftist consulting houses doing like um, environment ESG garbage. Um, we of course reached out to her for comment about her estranged husband never, never got back with us, but it's him. It's a thousand percent him. Um, and again, we know that false positives abound. So it took us about six hours to, for me to say, yes, I bet my life on that. It's him. We got all of his addresses, looked up his entire family, made a family tree, looked at every single photo of him online. Uh, looked at his looked at his address right because Matthew was at a particular location that day and does his address comport with the precinct that Matthew would have taken the video in and sure shit it does so we're always I'm like you I'm I'm a I'm a little bit cautious like I don't want to be the first mover on things I'd rather 
That's why we didn't try to do it that day. It's like somebody else I DM if maybe this sounds cocky, but whatever. I said, if nobody else can do it, we can do it. So then we waited till the next day. And uh, and again, and <laughs> we have talked with Gates' folks. There there has to be some consequence. This guy cannot stay a federal contractor. Um, I can't in good conscience pay this person. Garrett, do you have a few minutes to go into our locals community and of maybe course. answer any questions that of the course. locals community might have? This has been amazing. Uh, before you. we leave. Yeah, got all got through all three mini stories. Amazing. Well, and, and then some bonuses that we got before the three mini stories. Everybody knows where to find you. I'll put the links in there. What have you got yes. coming up on the back, the front burner that people can look forward to expect in the coming weeks? So 35 states left on my 50 states. I'm going to all 50 states to talk about the Biden laptop dossier. The best way you can possibly support us is go to bidenlaptopreport.com, get a report. If you want to read it for free beforehand, go to bidencrimes.info. Uh, if you want to support our legal defense fund, go to fightbiden.org. We made it very simple. All those all those links uh, forward on to to lesser to, to harder ones to remember. Fightbiden.org and bidenlaptopreport.com. So I'm going to all 35 states by the end of 2024. I've gone I've gone to 15 so far. And uh, lawsuits, because I don't want to be bankrupted. We have to keep this out there. They cannot censor this if you buy a physical copy, because Microsoft on their Edge browser is still censoring it. Joey has a guy named Vinny Staropoli, who's an executive, who made Microsoft. If you go to our site, if you go to our report on Microsoft's uh, web browser, it'll say that our site is unsafe, and you have to click through three times. Unreal. Actually, and you're going to send me those links. I'll put them in the pinned comment. Yes. All of our social media is Marco Polo 501c3. Right. And, and I almost forgot to read the, uh, the Rumble rants. Finboy Slick says Viva does not practice law anymore, but he's still fully committed to being technologically deficient, Garrett. That is That's <laughs> not true. It takes I'm, a lot to run this stuff. I, if, if, uh, the multitasking that I'm doing here, people might not. I, everyone appreciates it. It's a good, it's a good natured joke. Louis T007. Oh, that was oh, me. I sent that to her the day before. That's all. That's all. Marco Polo. Mar MTG. Marjorie Taylor Greene showed us one of Hunter's special photos during a committee a committee meeting. Yep, was all awesome. Us. I'm not your buddy guy. Says call me a conspiracy theorist, but I would feel confident in saying I wouldn't put it past the Bidens to have sold state secrets to enrich themselves, or sold you know, or or well, okay, no. Worse yet, how many kids call their dad Pedo Pete? And we know that it's Pete now because of his one of his aliases for his email addresses, I think. Well, Lu yes, Pedro Pete was the name that uh, Hunter Biden II gave to his sister, weirdly. <laughs> and Lewis. more importantly, we know that Hunter put down the address where the classified documents were on his license. So we know that Hunter was residing there. Hunter resided where classified documents were. Hilarious. Unbelievable. Louis Tina 007. I live in Georgia, the Fulton County Jailhouse. It's well known throughout the state for its inhumane treatment of their inmates. It's yep. unbelievable. And I'm not your buddy guy says, I've been trying to warn people the stakes of these next elections across the West could not be more dire. The left globally have gone insane and been mentally prepping for years to do something bad. I'm not your buddy guy. I know he's very pessimistic and I'm trying, we're trying to, we're bringing it. Well, I it's agree with him. The West is tearing and... All, right, All well, I can do is tell the truth. That's why you, we're. Yeah. You do absolutely amazing work, and I and I try, like like I I'll say. It, I want I, you to meet the other guys in the group sometime. Say just. Oh, sorry. Fried pie says say just a dildo for me, Viva, which is Justin dildo or Justin Trudeau. No, but like I I have such faith in you that like if you tell me something's good to go, or if you've already gone, what I said, are you sure? It is like I published it. I'm sure. That's the okay that I need. Yeah, to, because to you and I with. 
we have to have sobriety. That's what we're essentially talking about here with Ingeron and Labat and Brendan Martin. These people aren't sober. They do not have a sober and judicious mind. For example, this is the last thing I'll say. If somebody criticizes our work, let's say somebody says, hey, you know, you got something wrong on page 182. A sober and judicious mind would, instead of first lashing out and saying, how the F do you, you know, why the F do you think you can correct me, you know, and, and act all high and mighty, we examine their claim first, right? Look, it, it's being sober and judicious is, is, is putting the truth above one's own emotions, one's own desire to be right and to be first. And I think that that's what people appreciate about our group is that if we're wrong, and we haven't had to retract anything yet, but it, when we will inevitably get something wrong, if we're proven to be wrong, we'll address it and apologize and take it down and publish a retraction. But so many of our enemies in Garan, Labat, these people aren't sober and judicious people. They do not have an incisive mind that can set aside their own biases and look at something objectively. I think they don't have a fear of God. And it's not that I believe in God, but I do believe there's a camera above me at all times. And I have a fear of, of I have a fear of being thought of as dishonest, intellectually dishonest or intellectually coward. So uh, there was one, one more that came in because I, I, I the people are saying maybe I actually do believe in God and maybe I do. We'll, we'll have to deal with that one day. My dog Nana just had surgery for her bone cancer. This is from White Sparrow. On fixed income, need help paying off surgery before she can start, needed chemo donations, oh. needed to Eskridge Vet Clinic, Cannon City, Colorado, please help. I have screen grabbed that and after this show, I will do something. Um, I have a soft spot for dogs. Okay, this is what we're doing now. We're ending on Rumble. I'm not gonna just link out to vivabarneslaw.locals.com anymore because I've done it a lot. Thank you all for being here. Sunday show is coming up. Garrett, for everyone here, thank you very much. We'll go take some questions because yes. I'm sure there'll be some- Since some you like dogs, I'm gonna get a picture out of the one we have. Right, I'm gonna save that for locals, people. Ending on Rumble, thank you all for being here. Garrett, I'll see you in a second. See ya. Uh, okay, and we, we stay here, we're, we're good now. Okay, good now let's see, the, let's see the dog. What kind of dog do you have? We got a golden retriever back in September. His oh, it's a puppy? Is, yeah, it's a puppy. Well, then, the puppy golden <laughs> retrievers are the cutest things on earth. I know. They're I, even good looking when they I get I love old, him but... so much, and I, I'm even allergic to dog hair. Yeah. Uh, so he, he, he stays in the enclosed porch, meaning I love dogs. I had a dog, I had a puppy when I was growing up, but I just can't have a dog in the house because I'll, I'll, my like, eyes will swell shut. My well, a golden retriever probably was not the best, <laughs> best idea well, I for love, but, but he's fine. He's right. He's he's right. Literally, the, my office is off the enclosed porch in our house, and it's we have a brick home, so it's he, he's like totally spoiled. Um, I'll, I'll read. We got some tips here, and I think a couple are for at least the last one is for you. But I'll go the start. Bill Brown, who's our one of our regulars here, says yes. The USMC United States Marine Corps is part of the Navy, folks. It's called the Men's Department. Okay. Um, uh, Joe Sap twenty three says great stuff. How many Bidens will show up for the hearings? Oh, they'll 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 quash their subpoenas, or they won't show up. Oh my goodness! Hold on. Yeah. Wrong. wrong wait, I went the wrong way here. No. Yeah. Get no. Get me. I don't know if anybody could hear me when I there. took my camera. Yeah. No, he's he's great, man. His little name. His name's Prince, and. Uh... Dude, you might be when they're puppies. I don't think their their fur is really that bad for allergies. Yeah, and no, I play with them every like we just 
You might be in for it when the dog gets old. Hopefully, uh, touch yeah, wood, no, man. Yeah, no, what I need to do is start getting shots. Uh, I always had allergies as a kid. You know, my family's been into farming for eight generations. And so it was weird because I'm like the first one to have allergies. And so when I was a kid, I would like go around fresh, freshly cut hay and my eyes would swell shut. Literally. Can I ask you a very, I mean, ordinarily, I wouldn't ask What's this up? question. Did you get shots as a kid? Not allergy shots. No, what I no, but uh, like I was, I'm, 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 I'm connecting some controversial dots. No, where let's do it. Um, RF, RFK says got... allergies, allergies really spiked when kids started getting uh, vaccines. Yeah, so I think I got the. Um... God, what was? It? Because I it's interesting. You, I have just, my record in my it's, computer It's farm. only because you said it, like a generation of farmers and nobody had it up until you and you lived on a farm where they say, you know, let the kids eat dirt. And then I what totally might have been. I agree with you. I know that my own sons aren't because I'm more awake and my mother is more awake at the time. Um, and I'm thinking like, I, I, look, I've, I've got a number of issues. I don't think they could be necessarily attributed to no, any one I, cause. But <laughs> one thing that has helped me a lot. Uh, but I, I do need to start considering getting allergy shots. Is I just take a Zyrtec once a day. And I, this isn't an advertisement for Zyrtec, but this has been really good for me. But it's a pain in the ass because I got a well, lot of Zyrtec. But the question is, like, what do those things do to your liver, your Zyrtec? I know. But, but I, it's so bad that I can't even be around dogs if I don't take it. Or if I'm in, like, Illinois in May, uh, my, my eyes will just bug up and my allergies are that bad. It's see, terrible. Not, not to make you neurotic, although I will. Long-term, prolonged <laughs> use. Oh, it's just, an, okay, so dry mouth, drowsiness, whatever. Okay, and maybe liver stuff. I, I, I say, oh, I, I worry about the side effects of Zyrtec, but then meanwhile, I, I do enjoy my martini. So everyone takes their poison where they want to take the risks. Yeah, that's um, right. I don't drink and smoke, but I do take Zyrtec and coffee. And I don't smoke, but I, and I judge smokers, but I enjoy, I enjoy uh, you know, gin. We got Bill Brown says, everyone gets it wrong once we're human. Question is, can you admit it? Well, the problem is, oh, I, Garrett, I don't know if you watch, um, not, not the, gosh, it's, there's too much to watch, but I, I watched Bourbon with Barnes, like my counterpart. I watched an episode that you've all four did with Mark, Eric. Oh, Mark Robert. Yeah, they, those are amazing. I want to go oh. on the show. Mark was going to have me on, but then he said he went to like Alabama and got busy. So maybe. Oh, dude, they, not only can they, they were live today. I'll, you'll get if, you have to be on their show. You, you I want to get it on with Eric. I want to get on the show when Eric's on because I sent Eric a report. Okay. Oh, you know, it's it's not. They're not avoiding you. I sent Mark you. a report too. M Mark probably was. Uh, well, he couldn't have been up to speed on it, but Mark will love that stuff. Um, no, but I, I was listening to Barnes last night. Was talking about how how you lose faith in someone. It's one thing to get it wrong. Uh, and apologize. It's one thing to repeatedly get it wrong. And then it's one thing to knowingly or inexcusably get something wrong. But look, yeah, everybody makes a mistake. You might make more than one. You make too many, people are going to start dealing with you a little differently. And if you make inexcusable mistakes, and he was talking about a guy named Scott Horton, then you just lose the person as a source because you can't trust him anymore. Exactly. You, you, guys have been, you guys have been phenomenal. Thank you. And we have had a retraction of zero. But can you Right now, really quickly, can you go to YouTube and watch Trump's apology about locker room talk? Oh, yeah. Okay, on <laughs> YouTube. Uh, so I'm going to go, and uh, maybe we'll or play. Just, yeah, very quickly. We can just watch his apology because apology. he does apologize. Because... He apologized 15 times. Of is course. It Trump, but, Trump's but Trump what apologizes? he was very adamant about and what he, what he was perfect about on the debate stage with Anderson Cooper and if you go look at the transcript, he did not say that he could sexually assault women. That's not what he said. He said that when you're a star, 
these women let you do it, which there, by I've, very I've had, definition, it's true. It's true. It's I've, not assault. That assault is doing some something that somebody doesn't want you to well, do. Well, okay, hold on. I'll, t- I'll go both. I'll go two ways on this. I've had this argument. Oh, you mean Trump when he admitted to sexual assault? I was like, first of all, even if it were about assault, he didn't admit to it. What he says is, this is how it works. And if Weinstein, if uh, if the, the, the casting couch has taught us one thing, it's 1000% true. He wasn't saying I did it in my life. He's saying yeah. it happens and, and it's there was the no reality. specific woman. He was saying it in the abstract where, oh yeah, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can go grab them. Is it this one at the presidential no, no, no. debate? No, no, no. Uh, just say Trump apology. Oh, the first one. That one. That one. That one. Okay. That one. That one. Yeah. I've never said I'm a perfect person, nor pretended to be someone that I'm not. I was very proud I've of this. I've said and done things I regret, and the words released today on this more than a decade-old video are one of them. Anyone who knows me knows these words don't reflect who I am. It's very short. I said it. Yeah, no, I, just, I, I love wrong, listening to this. And I apologize. I've traveled the country talking about change for America. But my travels have also changed me. I've spent time with grieving mothers who've lost their children, laid-off workers whose jobs have gone to other Chinese wage arbitrage. And people from all walks of life who just want a better future. I have gotten to know the great people of our country, and I've been humbled by the faith they've placed in me. I pledge to be a better man tomorrow. I love that. And will never, ever let you down. Let's be honest. I love this. We're living in the real world. This is nothing more than a distraction from the important issues we're facing today. We are losing our jobs. We're less safe than we were eight years ago. Mm, compare that and to Washington today. Washington is totally broken. Hillary Clinton and her kind have run our country into the ground. I've said some foolish things, but there's a big difference I've between said the words things. and actions of other people. Bill Clinton has actually abused s- women, and Hillary has bullied, attacked, shamed and intimidated his victims we will discuss this more in the coming days see you at the debate on sunday i uh, it's 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 so wrong what they've done to trump it's it's so morally reprehensible they accuse convict and treat others according to the sins that they themselves have committed like people said what's the big deal about about bill clinton it's it was consensual first of all it's it's in the You're forgetting Juanita Broderick, if you if you think. Oh that. no no no, you, the, yeah. no no no! That's a, the, I'm not even touching on the Juanita, although they said she's a liar as well. Like, uh, what's her what's her name now? Um, Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. I, you, you bosses cannot stoop their interns outside of, of the presidential office. Now she's office. the butt of jokes and limericks. Remember the I posted this limerick on my Telegram channel. It won the limerick challenge in 1998. What was it? There once was a gal named Lewinsky who played the flute like Stravinsky. Twas hailed to the chief on a flute made of beef who stole the front page from Kaczynski. Who made this? Up? Did you make that up? No. There's a there's an annual limerick challenge in in uh, like Massachusetts in 1998, and the 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 prompt was you got to tie in Lewinsky and the Unabomber Ted Kaczynski. So it's brilliant. But what I'm trying to say is that yeah, she was made of the butt of jokes and uh, and. Uh, Trump was talking in the hypothetical that because he's rich and famous, i.e. a star, women will let them have sex with him, i.e. loose women. He was talking in the hypothetical. They crucified him for it. Bill not only raped Juanita Broderick, but also uh, probably had forced or coerced fellatio from Paula Jones, from Monica Lewinsky, 
from all these people. But, uh, oh, there's a Biden connection to this. Abby Lowell, Hunter's attorney, the guy who deposed me for nine hours in the child support litigation down in Arkansas, he was the lead attorney for the House of Representatives at the time that was controlled by the Democrats. So there's a Hunter Biden connection to well, the Lewinsky uh, fellatio. I, I would have said there's also just a conceptual uh, connection, which someone in the chat noted. What about Tara Reid? I mean, like you got Clinton sexually abusing Juanita. Um, uh, was that a new, Broderick? and uh, arguably exploiting Lewinsky. Set aside all the other stuff. You have Tara Reid, which everyone knew. Lisa Bloom tweets out, we knew it, you said it at the time, he was handsy, but I've got to go fight another rapist, uh, an another alleged rapist, uh, and, and get the one who, who did bad things to you elected. It's, it's terrible. Um, let me see here. I also grew up on a farm. My brother had asthma and the farm was a bit of a havoc for him, says Astral Doge Plays. I'm just glad no one's buying their BS about Trump anymore and that he actually gains more followers with his tactics. And that's from Mel VS, but he, he apologizes. It's a sincere apology. Yeah, it was so locker room talk. It was something that you wouldn't want your mother-in-law to hear you say, but it was, he wasn't admitting to rape. It wasn't a video of him grabbing someone by the Jade yes, Coochie and then course. slapping them. It's, 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 it's just... It's a double. It's, it's we all know it. We're, we're it's it's to anyone logical. He yeah, didn't say what they. It's perverted talk that almost every male has done. It's wrong. I everywhere. have never. I have never said anything bad like that in in pride. Well, I was, I'm, I'm joking, Garrett. I'm not I mean, making excuses for it. Um. So like you know to satisfy the devil's advocate, I'm not saying that what what uh, what Trump said wasn't locker room talk. It definitely was locker room talk. The key is that it was uh, dirty words versus confirmed actions. It's absolutely, absolutely confirmed that Hillary set up a SWAT team of quote-unquote bimbo control to go and destroy accusers of Slick Willie. Absolutely say, confirmed. Oh, they called him racist just for limiting people coming into the country during COVID, says Spline James. Yeah, they called him racist for calling it the China virus, and then it turns out it was man-made in China. But who could have thunk that? Yeah. Can you imagine how intense Trump would have been pilloried had he not promoted the jab it's not like he formulated it says spline jones and we got preach uh let me see the presidency changed him says monster nav i'm not sure in what mean, way we mean that he's oh he's calmer I, I saw him last friday a week ago um i think he, he's mellow he, he he privately he's gregarious he's generous he cusses like a new jersey sailor but he's not an ogre. He's not mean. He's not a bad. He's not he, an asshole. He was never deemed to be that until he ran for the presidency. Exactly. Cindy says everybody says stupid things. Uh, there was an the speech. This was inadvisable speech. It was one-upmanship and very dumb. But he explained yeah. as flexing. No, I think he's just telling the way it works in politics. And he Hollywood. was. It was a private thing on a bus. And the second That's, he gets off the bus, he's a total gentleman saying, hey, nice to meet you. You know, the, the very attractive woman he met when he got off the bus. It wasn't like he went right off the bus and, and did an Al Franken and did this, you know, with the, with the girl. Al Franken did that to a sleeping soldier. Oh, God. That was... And I don't even think Al Franken deserved to lose his job. But I'm saying he did something less than Al Franken. No, Fr Franken Fr the Franken thing, like, I'm not about cancel culture at all, and there's no but. I'd say that, that that is wildly stupid conduct as an adult. I mean, like, and it's not even, it's like, I was going to say, it's not even his wife or his He was an sister. elected official doing it to a soldier. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's just degrading, demeaning. And it shows, it, it shows the political elitism that he thinks like, yeah, hey, here's a woman. She's an object and I'm going to use her for an object of my humor. And I was actually making the, 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 the gestures, but yeah. Um, yeah.
Well, did you see a football coach had to say a mea mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa because of a – I saw this on Instagram where a lot of stupid videos reside, but I did check it out, and it is true. There was a football coach who had to stupidly apologize for the team's sign that he used to instruct his quarterback to milk the clock. And it was uh, – who, who was it that – uh, had a Gallagher joke. He, they did a Gallagher joke for the football team and he had to apologize. Let me, let me see if I... Gallagher, the one who smashes watermelons. Uh, football coach. I just, it's I, it's here, so crazy. Uh... Gallagher, coach... Does anybody in the chat remember this? Because the, the, the controversy was that they did a, a Gallagher watermelon smashing gag and then someone screamed racism, and then the coach had to come out groveling about how he didn't mean anything racist by smashing watermelons or giving the players watermelons to smash. It, it's, it's, no, it's wild. I, the question is, like, I just like to think, would I have apologized if I were in Trump's place? Because it does Here's add another... a, a, an air of seriousness to it. But it's a, it's a perfect apology. He is a, and I'm not saying this to be funny. It was stupid. Fabricated. Everything about the rage against Trump has been fabricated yes. from day one. Here's another, just for some levity in the chat, um, to make our point that Lewinsky was pilloried and made fun of. Uh, here, here are a couple of other limericks. These are like <laughs> mature 18. They're not rated R, but they're mature 18. Said Bill Clinton to young Miss Lewinsky, we don't want to leave clues like Kaczynski. Since you look such a mess, use the hem of your dress and wipe that stuff off your chinsky. Lewinsky and Clinton have shown what Kaczynski must surely have known, that an intern is better than a bomb in a letter when given the choice to be blown. In the final one. <laughs> I, I, I knew that that's where it was going. <laughs> there, final one. There was a young girl called Lewinsky who caused as much stir as Kaczynski. When on Kenneth Starr's lap, she confided when trapped, Bill Clinton is hung like Nijinsky. Who's There's Nijinsky? an asterisk. Nijinsky is a thoroughbred racehorse, not to be confused with a ballet dancer. <laughs> so, again, we're not making fun of Lewinsky. We're saying that he did something demonstrably worse than what DJT did, and yet they made fun of Lewinsky, these limerick, and, and the whole country, and yet DJT was talking in the abstract, and everybody makes fun of him. And, yeah, Garrett, uh, it's it's not it's not double standards. It's not high, it's lawlessness. They do it so that they can just do whatever they want with whomever they want. They forgive their allies, and they never forgive uh, their enemies. Let me let me see if I can bring. I think this is the story. Is it 2014 already? A high school football coach, Bud Walpole, was offered his job back effective. The school district superintendent invited him back Wednesday after he submitted a written commitment to focus on diversity and sensitivity training. A high school football coach was fired after he permitted a post-game celebratory ritual involving a watermelon that some say is racist. I'm not going crazy. I rem how 2014, almost 10, holy cows. Um, after, the, uh, after a parent reported the watermelon ritual to the school, the Charleston school launched an investigation. Players would gather in a circle and smash the watermelon while others would either stand, locking arms, chanting sounds, describing as ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, my goodness. Anyhow, I guess uh, th th that was uh, that, that I, I held on to that as a memory because I thought it was so absurd at the time. Oh, man. Garrett, we would love to meet the rest of the guys, says Jigam Gigam. So how, how many, not to name anybody on your team, how many people work on your team? Well, two of them are named. 
um, because they're on our board because we're a C3, right? So we have to file the 990s, mm-hmm. which show donations, revenue, expenses on our board. Um, Jim and Brendan are on the board along with me. But then <clears throat> there's about a dozen. There's a, there's 11 plus another guy whose wife is sick right now. So he's not he's not contributing much, obviously, for good reason, because his wife is is it's actually scary uh that you know she might not make it so there's there's a dozen of us i'm the youngest um how old yeah, you're, you're you're 28 i turned 28 in february my and goodness our board is um 59 and uh, 43 so and most of the guys are about 45 i i'm i'm i spend i love that because there's a hell of a lot that i don't know and these specifically the PI has, you know, nearly two decades of experience. And so I learn I'm not a digital forensics guy by background, but I've become a novice one. And I find the work absolutely fascinating. Um, we're living in a, such a rich time in human history where everything almost is online. And what we can put together on people uh we call our Biden report a digital colonoscopy on the American first family. And that's essentially what we're doing with these corrupt actors in America. By the way, we attack Republicans almost more than Democrats. In fact, the Biden letter that was signed in October of 2020 saying the emails had all the hallmarks of a Russian disinformation operation that was signed by more Republicans than Democrats, more Bush people, more Bush intelligence. Yes, more yeah, I mean, Republicans just, just, signed that letter. It just confirms the uniparty deep state yes. you know, entity. So that is- we, ha- we put in a request uh, for correction to a writer at the Daily Dot. Uh, I was pretty – I was an asshole to him over email because he called Marco Polo a Republican opposition research group. No evidence for that. App- well, it's, it's confession through projection. Whatsoever. whatsoever. He could have said – he could have been cute and said – Marco Polo is yeah a conservative, or Marco Polo is led by somebody who worked for a Republican president because Trump was Republican on paper, and although I think he stands above it all, uh, party wise, probably the first person in American history to break the party cartel beyond George Washington, literally. Mm-hmm. But for him to say that with no evidence, none of our none of our board members are registered Republicans. None of the contractors we use are Republicans. All of us are like right-wing people who hate the Republican Party. So to call us that, he still hasn't corrected it, even though I cc'd his editor, which made him respond to me. Um, he still hasn't corrected it, and it's it's freaking maddening. I want to smash his face in. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was all in the hyperbole, okay? Uh, because words in this clown world, words are violence. That's what the left wants. Um, Kevin Morris accused me of hate speech. Words are, words are violence. Silence is violence. So you can't escape violence. Say nothing. What you, what you can do to escape violence is say and do exactly what they want. Otherwise, anything else. Opposition is violence. Passivity is violence. Yeah. Uh, the judge in L.A. County who ruled for us and against us, who didn't dis, who, which were appealing, hates guns. I think that is why. Remember... The the Kevin Morris, the guy who's funding the U.S. president's son, said that he needed a permanent or a, a preliminary injunction against me because I posted a video of the Sopranos on my Telegram channel. That's literally what he said, David. That, that, that's the level of clown world we're in. 
Well, I mean, I look at depending on how graphic the scene was and what the it was scene the intro like. song wasn't even violent. <laughs> no, I, I'm sort of playing devil's advocate. Like, yeah, one can say like take that scene out of Pulp Fiction and you know with with jewels and. Uh, but that's where we're at with free speech. I mean, this guy—it's a total joke. Look at the precedent they're setting against me, and no, hardly anyone's talking about it. This—the guy who's bankrolling the U.S. president's son—can uh, do lawfare against me and say that I'm. He's essentially saying that words are violence, which is a joke. It's a total joke. They Either con- they convicted Douglas Mackey over a meme because they said that that was election interference. I mean, it's uh, it. We're, we are living through. Uh, it's it's the craziest of times. I, I don't know. I, I imagine everybody says that they said it back in Nam, the the Vietnam area. I imagine they say that all the time. But we have a broad basis of comparison now. I, I don't know where people have been going to jail for their words more than, more than in recent times, or at least getting into trouble for their words. In America, I, don't think, I think it's unprecedented. Okay. Garrett, I'm, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I can't keep you any longer than this. Stick yes. around. We will say our proper goodbyes um, afterwards. And I think there are two more chats, which was Sir Tubby coming from Bill Brown. He's got one of our, Bill Brown's got massive pigs on his farm. It's amazing. For Garrett, look into saline nasal irrigation to treat allergies or don't. And then Bill oh, Brown's one more uh, uh, one more announcement it. I want to make is and you're good, by the way, I'm, when I put this up on I'm going to put this whole stream up on YouTube. It's going to include this portion of the video. You're good with that? Of course. Of course. Okay, I'm going to post it. I'm going to have it posted on our on all of our social media. One call to action is we're looking for people to sponsor uh, sending reports to every member of their congressional delegation. Every member of Congress has this report digitally, and about two dozen of them have it have a physical copy. But what we want is, depending on which state you're in here, uh, email info at marcopolousa.org and or reach out to us on Twitter. And what we do is we have a very, very good method. We send it to the wives of the congressmen and make sh- that's how we know they get it. Because if your wife hands you something, like you're, you're bound to look at it, right? It's either like a bill or something. And so – we we address it to their wives and then have them sign for it via FedEx. And so that's what we're looking to do for every single member of Congress. If you're from Utah and you want to sponsor the Utah congressional delegation getting a getting a copy of this, reach out to me and then we'll send you the FedEx signature confirmation for each of these characters. And uh, if you want to get super smart, you can uh, DM it in TikTok to certain candidates' daughters. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay, I should, I should have gone there. Now I'm going to get canceled. Garrett, uh, everybody loves what you're doing. You're doing... Thank you. The, I don't want to use the Lord's name in vain, but you're doing amazing work that nobody's doing out there. So anytime you want to come back on, give Thank us the update on what the latest... platform. Dude, I, 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 I love you. I can't wait to meet you in person because... I'm going to go down there. Okay, good. We have, well, you eat meat, and give obviously. And give out those reports to anybody who you think would read it. I just uh, said I, I'm going to give it to people who are worthy, but I, I, I'm such an idiot. I could have brought a few to what I'm, what I'm trying to say is um, get it out there, get it out there. And I'll just keep sending you boxes. Okay. And the next event, I mean, I, I, now I, it's, I, I never put two and two together like this. The next event I'm bringing a few for sure. Beautiful. Garrett. Okay. So you stick around here. We'll okay. say our proper goodbyes. Everyone on locals. Thank you for being here. 5:30 tonight. People is going to be our locals convo with our latest winner. So that's a conversation with a supporter and it's going to be a 30 minute, ish thing this afternoon. So peace out. Enjoy the day. See you Sunday night, peeps.